chipmunks. Ready to sing your song? I'll say we are. Yeah, let's sing it now. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas, Isaac. Oh, here we are. It's Christmas Day. I got my eggnog. I got some rum here. Drinking up a storm. How are you celebrating the uh, the Christmas season? Being cultured and not calling it Merry Christmas and saying Happy Holidays instead, you Scrooge. I don't, what, what are you, a fucking atheist now? What, what is this? That is the last thing I'll ever be, all right? <laughs> I'm just confused. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> under religion, I put confused. <laughs> Hey, Christmas Day for me—that's that's the baby Jesus. And uh, no, I'm I'm an atheist. I'm we didn't just... even do it yet. We didn't even do a. Um, I didn't even acknowledge we or we, we yeah we didn't do any uh, series not series we didn't do any movies beforehand or commentaries bef- during Hanukkah. So I feel really bad that I didn't acknowledge it. But yeah, Happy Hanukkah if y'all celebrated it. And we have yet to hit Winter Solstice. We should do a Winter Solstice movie one of these days. That'd be cool. There's probably very little few as I say that. It's like there's a bunch of European films about that. It's like, okay, that kind of makes sense. Hey, we did the the solstice for Avatar. So there you go. Yeah, but that was like, <laughs> I don't know if I made a joke about that or not. Well, I supported Hanukkah here in my house. You know, I I mean, I'm not Jewish, but my, my girlfriend is. She lit the candles and we watched a couple Hanukkah movies. So, And we have yet to do a Kwanzaa movie or a New Year's movie. I've yet to see a good Kwanzaa movie or a good Hanukkah movie. All the ones I've seen are kind of crappy. Or a New Year's movie. Well, somewhere like that. Or a good Christmas movie besides Die Hard here. My all-time favorite Christmas movie. This is one of the pinnacles of the season. You know, uh, if only I watched it every year, I should, but I don't. Because the last time I saw this was 2014 before that. uh, I think it was 2014 at least. Whenever the, the fifth one came out. The fifth one came out in 2013. 13, okay, yes. That was the last time I watched and it. And of course, it came out in January, which, you know, traditionally uh, with with movies uh, released in Hollywood is always like where all the junk movies, or maybe it was February, all the, all the like, <laughs> this, the, the, the um, off-brand slash like all the excess Christmas gifts like go or holiday uh, Academy Awards gifts goes because they're just like, they shouldn't be here. They, they're they not prestige films that should be during December and the fourth quarter. They should just go to the first quarter because nobody talks about the first quarter ever. Cause it's like, everybody's done with the holidays and they're like, ah, we've been through this whole month. And then they like bipolar, just switch like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry to all those who have bipolar. That's probably, that is, that is a terrible assessment of this. Yeah. I'll cut that part out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, also, I just realized this is nothing like, this will certainly be nothing like, uh, Nutcracker in 3D last year because this is not a Christmas movie. Oh wow! Well, I I forgot that we did that last year. <laughs> Jeez, everything's just a wash. <laughs> but just to give my little background for Die Hard here, so I'd seen this on TV growing up. Um, it was never an action movie that I had a particular connection to. I enjoyed it, but you know this one, and I'd see the sequel on TV a lot. I probably saw the third one once on TV, and then once on DVD. But that's it. I I started watching them all in in prep for that fifth one. I never watched the fourth one, and I never I never saw the one after that. So this is not a, a franchise that I have much connection with, really, in any way. 
Is this is this something you go back too much, or have you seen all the films? Let's see here. Here it is. Here it is. I found it. I got it. So it was February. Uh, so Wednesday, February thirteenth, twenty thirteen, at twelve ten p.m. The Die Hard Marathon at the Scotiabank Bank, uh, Cineplex Theater in Vancouver. For twenty nine ninety five, my dad, Yule, and I all went and watched all five Die Hard movies in the span of twelve hours, thirteen hours. Excuse me. Wow, that's crazy! I've never done one of those. How was that? That sounds insane. Um, it was. Uh, it was. It was certainly a experience. I would probably do it again. I wouldn't do it with Lord of the Rings. I would do that at home instead of a theater <laughs> because, yeah, I'd rather do like <laughs> I'd rather read a book afterwards. Like you can read a book at like the what is it called you can read a book at a theater but this is what was it so each film was two hours you had an hour of off time afterwards uh between each movie which was helpful but i don't know with if we're talking lord of the rings extended cuts yeah i'd probably want to take an extended long break Hmm. after each one let's put it that way that's fair that's fair so yes i watched all five movies and i I don't remember if I had seen Die Hard, the first one. Before that, none of the other ones I had seen ever. I think that was actually the last time I saw Die Hard. So, yeah, this is the first time going back to it in roughly eight years. Mm. My goodness. Yes, we we both kind of were not huge fans. I'll just say for... Because I know Die Hard is one of those movies that people hold up there with like a Star Wars or something like that. Or oh, yeah. Predator. Yeah, big pillar of their childhood. Absolutely loved it. You know that kind of thing. We we don't necessarily have that connection to it. So no, but I I have a high respect for it. Um, and I've been swayed because of a one of the YouTubers I follow uh, is a very massive big fan of Die Hard and what it means for the action genre and the fact that it's not, and and how what it would and it, in fact this movie was very different uh, than the action films of the day, where you just had uh, Arnold or. Still on going around and just like shooting guys without any forethought or worry. Kind of like nowadays, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, whereas this one actually took the meticulous time to, to do certain things and made this, you know, John McCain here, uh, everyman hero. Maybe not an everyman because he's a police officer, but he, he certainly uh, has to be careful with his shots. And uh, well, mm-hmm. you know, the glass scene. Uh, yeah, that's that's something you wouldn't see in an Arnold or Solomon. You probably would. I'm just talking like context back in the day yeah and we'll discuss it a little bit but it this does feel like a little bit of a progenitor for the postmodern kind of films of the 90s once we get into some of the dialogue and things like that yes which i do love enjoy the dialogue i still remember some of the dialogue as well which is enjoyable but i say we should if we want to talk about that we should watch the movie absolutely so everyone get your Everyone get on your Santa costumes, get out your eggnog, get out your, uh, uh, what the fuck else people do at Christmas? Um, <laughs> get out your, your candy canes and your, uh, uh nativity scenes. Oh, your, 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 yeah, your, your <laughs> carrots and milk for Santa and reindeer and stockings, stocking stuffers. Thank you. Yes. Um, other old wives tales stuff, I guess. Yeah. We'll all open this, this present together. Of Die Hard. So we're going to open it in three. Wait, hang on. Wait, hang on. Where do you find this? Where could you find this? Oh, yes. Um, uh, You can find it on DVD or Blu-ray, or you could find it on Disney Plus. 
or through the YouTubes if you have if you want to pay for it or, or Microsoft Store or probably PlayStation Store or yeah, Apple TV or Apple TV. I assume there's VHS, laser discs and 4K maybe, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe a maybe a PSP UMD, I don't know. Oh, I, yeah, I don't know if this one made it to UMD. <laughs> there's like only probably a handful of things that came on. I'm I'd laugh if like Ghostbusters was on there just cuz it was Sony. That'd be same with like the Spider-Man trilogy. For some reason, if that like went on there, for some reason I think Ghostbusters did make it on there. I've still got a bunch of my old UAD, uh, whatever those things are called. UABs. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we had a little speakeasy before this where I really delved into the the eggnog and the rum. So there we go. Goodness gracious me! I do enjoy fruitcake. I should also mention that I I have actually tried maybe not home baked fruitcake. I should try it one of these days. Trying making it, but. Yeah, surprisingly, I like fruitcake. Oh, why don't you So, think? give me your fruitcake. Oh, that'll be my... Yeah, I'll pick some up for Christmas this year. There you go. No, I probably won't. Or I'll just buy some for myself. Oh, but yeah, everyone everyone, get ready for some Christmas cheer. We'll hit play in 3, 2, 1, play. play. Hopefully we're in sync this time. Yeah, I've got a lot of grain over the 20th Century Fox uh, logo here. Yes, the way it should be. Oh, but it looks so much prettier on Disney Plus. That's how I watched it earlier on my 4K TV. Just looked beautiful. I must, it must have been. Uh, was it? At least compared to my DVD. Was it the fanfare from 77 or differently? Or a different one to that? Um, you know, it's funny. I, I actually started watching it on my DVD. And then I was like, hey, wait a minute. Is this on Disney Plus? So it was probably about 20 minutes in when I switched to the Disney Plus version. So I didn't actually see the opening for it. There we go. John McTiernan. Yeah, there's somebody that probably deserves a, uh, a second chance. Yeah, McTiernan. I mean, of course, Predator was one of those movies that I just watched all the time as a kid. Um, I also really liked The Last Action Hero. Uh, but I never knew who, he, who his name was. It was never a director that I paid any, paid any attention to. So I didn't really know what his career looks like outside those three movies. But I enjoy them still, so. What can you do? Have you ever seen a last action hero, by the way? No, I watched the nostalgia critics review of it and that's it. And that has pretty much left my mind. <laughs> well, it is funny watching this cause I'm, I'm much more familiar with last action hero than this. And, uh, there's definitely that kind of self-aware quality to it as well, where it's almost, um, like the scream of fraction movies. Lots of, lots of comments on the tropes and that kind of stuff and a little bit of subverting expectations. Yeah, it's okay. I'm a cop. That's that's certainly subverting expectations. <laughs> yeah, 2021. Damn. Flying with a gun. Yeah, I'm <laughs> surprised you're uh, okay with this character. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm fine with the character, of course. You know, it's a film. And I will discuss a little bit how John McTiernan definitely feels like a reagan era republican director i see okay just in some of the i mean of course here we have this this cop lead usually his movies are filled with really macho or at least um predator and then kind of last action here is commenting on that a little bit but oh wait a minute this is he's in an airport i don't know if that was lax or not golly i hope it's not like the opening not the opening but that one scene from wicked city where all of a sudden a plane <laughs> just blows up <laughs> Hopefully I'm not alluding to anything in, like, a subsequent sequel. Yeah, and I have to make this reference, which is very obscure. 
but on uh, one of Eric's old podcasts, Shaken Not Stirred, one of his co-hosts would talk about how this was like a family kind of in-joke. Because one time his mom came in when they were watching Die Hard and she was like, oh, this is when he could smoke in an airport. And so every year, anytime it came on, they would make that comment again. It was like a family in-joke. And they mentioned that on the podcast many times, so I just felt the need to call it out. <laughs> but this was the era when you could smoke in an airport. I wish you absolutely could. And yeah, have a gun on a plane, and yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, after, you know, what happened with some of those, uh, was it terrorist attacks or terrorist takeovers of planes back in the day? I don't know. Yep. Yeah, I guess a lot of that stuff didn't change until uh, the Patriot Act, 9-11. We changed that around, but... Oh, but here we go with this guy, a little bit of a Reagan-era cokehead, uh businessman feels very of the times yes cokehead yuppie whatever you want to call it trying to get the moves on this woman who is i, I don't know are, are these two somewhat together or no because i know who what's going on but like for for future reasons but like yeah are these two together I forget, oh, also there's a pregnant lady oh look at that here's a little bit of christmas symbolism there with a little sleigh uh there we go looking good michael Kamen. there's a musician that you should know composer yes 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 he did the um iron giant score absolutely yeah i don't know what else he did but i remember that one other stuff <laughs> i don't know if he does two three who knows but many other things yeah i think he also did i think i looked this up earlier i think he did the music for x-men too i don't remember what else he did i didn't write any notes wait so. really john uh, 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 yeah otman otman yeah yeah, he didn't come on until the sequel, X2. Oh, wait. Oh, I thought you said he was X2. Yeah, that was John Ottman. Uh, Michael came and did uh, music for the first oh, one. Oh, you, you confused me this time with that joke. Oh, my goodness. Oh, did I? Oops, did I misspeak? Yeah, you did. <laughs> oh, that's fine. You finally got one on me. <laughs> Celebrate your victory. But anyway, what's going on here? What's uh, what's Holly talking about here? Um, I don't know. What is she talking about? <laughs> I watched the story today, but I don't remember what this scene was. I'm pretty <laughs> sure she's setting up something and she's calling her housemate either to wish her kids a happy or Merry Christmas or whatever. I don't remember. Oh, did, did you notice that? The Chekhov's uh, turning down the picture. There we go. Yes. That'll be a little No, stuff. that's not going to come up later. <laughs> but it makes it makes sense in universe. I don't lie. No, that's good. Th this script, it's got a lot of that set up and payoff. It feels a little bit like Back to the Future in that way. Where you can tell that they definitely like went over it a bunch of times to just make it as sharp as they could. You will never see a script like maybe okay, maybe not ever see a script well. <laughs> like this again. But you, I don't know if you ever will see a script like this again. Yeah, and, and some of that stuff does feel a little of the times where I felt like they kind of hammer a little bit. Like, pay attention to this; it's going to come back later. Back to the Future, I think, is really guilty of that, where it almost feels a little smug <laughs> in how they do things. I but. see. Interesting. But this film doesn't suffer from that. But here we go, Argyle, Mister Mister Taxi or Limo Driver here. <laughs> not a taxi driver. Well, he does say he used, he used to be a taxi driver. That's why I screwed ah, up. Ah, I see. But... Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I like this character. I think they have a fun dynamic. A lot of the characters in this have a fun kind of banter back and forth. Yeah, no, the the the, the dialogue I, I was told was was very well written. As as you said, it probably was over written over a bunch of times, and I'm. I'm just, you know, I, I, I don't consider myself a writer or anything like that. But when it comes to concepts, I could probably come up with something. But when it comes to dialogue and um, 
between characters I I could not like write one to save my life. Mm. That's fair. Oh, more smoking. How do you uh, how do you personally? Yeah, no, you smoke inside, but well, you still can't do that. I mean, I know my coworkers do that in one of their uh, in one of their in the, one of the vehicles there. Goodness gracious, that looks that smoke looks bad. <laughs> yeah, it does. Oh, I also wanted to mention I like on the plane we get the guy who's like he's just a, a random traveler, John. Yep, right he's in the beginning. Like, when you get back, you know, the best thing you got to do is just make fists with your toes and just kind of stretch them out. Really helps. Yes. And John just kind of like, ah, whatever, like this ridiculous guy. I like how that comes back a little bit later. I thought that was a cute scene. Yes, potentially. Um, yeah, no, if anybody wants a airplane or liner uh, podcast, listen to, listen to Black Box Down. Black, Spo- Black Box Down. Sounds like a cool title. Yes. Yon DeBont. Wow, I missed that earlier. Wow. I don't know who that is. Oh, uh, he did Speed. Ah. Um, I'm not. He's just a cinematographer on this. Golly, but. look at that tape deck. Sorry, sorry, I need to point out. Look at that, like advanced stereo tape deck. Yep, there you go. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot this is based on a novel. Right. Oh yeah, I completely forgot about that as well. That this is a novel. Yeah, and there was actually uh, another film based off of the first because this, this the novel that this is based off was a sequel. The first one was adapted into the film The Detective with Frank Sinatra, which I've never seen. Also, Stephen E. D'Souza wrote this. Um, Lawrence Gordon. We'll, we'll get to him one day. Uh, a certain film he wrote, or he directed, excuse me. Oh, interesting. Yes. I shouldn't be shooting myself in the foot, but anyway. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> John's like, hey, don't have any Christmas tunes, man. If you're realtor, uh, yeah, if you're in the retail business right now, you would probably like want to oh, shoot him with God. his own gun. <laughs> I wonder how bad it was back then with the Christmas music. If it if it is as bad as it is now, it is. Uh, no way. I, I meant I love the Christmas music now. I, I every time I go to the store, I just light up. My my personality just uh, you know takes a whole turn. Oh, you envy those people who have to sit there and or stand there for like eight or plus hours, and really get to listen to those Christmas tunes all day. It's not like you could just stream Christmas tunes on the internet. Hey, uh, you know, I worked in uh, traveling from Superstore to Superstore, and every time on the radio they'd be playing it. While well, I was working in Superstore, they'd be playing it. So I know the I know the struggle with the eight hours of Christmas music. Yeah. I meant I I know the pleasure. Touch screen to start directory. Goodness gracious me! Whoa, is this twenty twenty one? No, it's a setup to the to the, the the new tens. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, it does feel pretty uh, pretty high tech for the time. Yeah, yeah. that's wow. Imagine kids, you're playing Street Fighter in the arcade, or uh, at this point, actually, wait, Street Fighter ninety one, or is it eighty nine? No, eighty nine. Okay, you're you're playing an arcade game, whatever it may be, <laughs> and instead of having tactile buttons, instead we're gonna have touch screen buttons. Ooh, it's not like you could ever play that future game Street Fighter on the iPhone. Wait, well, just because we're seeing so much Bruce Willis here before the action stuff kicks off. You know he's he's kind of charming here. He, he's playing it pretty light. What do you, what do you think about Bruce Willis as an actor? Well, let's see. He was uh, he was part of a TV series beforehand. I don't remember what it was called, but it was a a sitcom that kind of knew um, was was genre savvy and knew what the uh, how sitcoms of the eighties were the whole will they won't they mentality. And he was also an office worker, so <laughs> I guess it's 
funny that he's in an office space. Um, obviously, he's a cop in this in this case. He's not like in, he doesn't work in the office, but he's just you know in an office space. Excuse me. Um, I I don't know. I think his character is certainly struggling with his wife's relationship. Uh, him and his wife's relationship is struggling, and he's here to either make peace with her and it all or or whatnot. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I, I mean, initially right now, or are you talking like throughout the whole movie or initially right now? Does he set off a good impression as just a everyman? Oh, I, I just meant as him as an actor and like, you know, things that have stuck out for you, roles, stuff like that. See, I've not seen him in, what was that movie called? The Fifth Element. No, I've not seen him in The Fifth Element. Oh, you never seen that? Oh, no, man. I've only seen like the first like 10 minutes and then said, nope. I will give it its fair dues one day. Don't worry. <laughs> did you ever see like uh, Armageddon? You know, a huge movie at the time. And yes, I did see that. Um, who are you again? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, it is his birthday after all. Oh no, wait, his birthday is in uh, springtime. Never mind. <laughs> or did you ever see? Did we go see Pulp Fiction in the theater together? I can't remember if. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. I forget his characters in that, or I forget he's in that. Yeah, then he showed up in the the Pulp Fiction or a, a, the, like a short compilation. What are those called again? Anthology. Uh, port. Oh yeah, anthology. Yeah, I was gonna say portmanteau. <laughs> but he did one with Quentin Tarantino, Rob Rodriguez, and a couple others called Four Rooms. He shows up in Tarantino's segment in that. Oh golly. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what else I know him from. The Sixth Sense. Oh, that too. And yeah, he's always been an actor that I I can enjoy him, but he's never been someone who I sought out his work or had any sort of real connection to as an actor. A lot of the later stuff that I've seen him in, I thought he was kind of poor, so. Yeah, that's fair. As his like, career has gone on, it's, uh, there's, he, either he's phoning it in or it's just like he doesn't, I don't want to say care anymore, or he doesn't have the passion he once did. It's just more of a uh, a job he can't get out of, perhaps. Yeah, like a Harrison Ford. Maybe I'm wrong on that. I I, I don't know. I'm just like going off that. Um, yeah, I don't really know much to say. Like, he is is he like an equivalent to Arnold or Stallone at this point? No, and I, I think they were trying to make a point of that, and that he's he's not. He's a guy who looks like any person on the street, rather than this big muscular, um, bravado macho man. Yeah, like you said, I guess he was a sitcom star. Do you know if he was doing that while he was doing this movie, like, or if it was before it, or? Yeah, I don't, I don't fully remember actually. Uh, you'd have to look that up. Yeah, maybe I will. Cause yeah, it'd be interesting if this was kind of out of step for him, like he was more of a comedy actor than do this movie. Cause he definitely plays up kind of the comedian lines with the bits throughout the movie, but I think he plays it quite well, and it doesn't feel like. You know, like a Chris Tucker in Rush Hour or something like that. <laughs> that hadn't really set around yet, let's put it that way. Or or someone like Eddie Murphy making movies in this time. He was always the funny man, action yeah. hero. He's just he's just different than uh, he is now. Oh, uh, uh, Bruce Willis? Uh, yes, yeah, because Eddie Murphy was doing... Um, what was it called? Beverly Hills Cop. That's right. Um, yeah, he's a, 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 a. There's a different comedy to him, I'd say. 
you know, The Golden Child or uh, those kind of racist movies with um, directed by Walter Hill. <laughs> no, no comment. 48 Hours. That's, I think that's it. Yeah, and by the way, um, do you go back to these kind of 80s action movies much? Uh, recently, no. Just because, uh, again, no time to. But did I? Ooh, that's a good question. No, uh, I don't think so. I don't know why. Yeah, I've, I've always been a fan of Schwarzenegger. So I'll go back and watch his movies every now and again. But the Stallone action movies from the 80s or 90s, don't really ever go back to them. Um, who else? Jean-Claude Van Damme. I don't really go back to his movies anymore. Or Seagal. I loved them when I was a kid, but my adult years, I just have almost no reason to go back, really. They've uh, not aged well. Um also like how these this these both both these relationships or these two's uh, relationship right now where you know they're they're, mm. they're struggling it's like i can't i don't i don't know what i see in you anymore i wish there's some way that i can love you for for you sir with you in the 80s movies there they you know just do it uh watch it on shrooms <laughs> well I, I try not to watch oh god the last time i watched an 80s action movie on shrooms was uh, total recall <laughs> that's 90s 90s that's right i think it was 1990 literally so, you know. 90 90 yes 1990 excuse me and yeah that that scared the fuck out of me when on the scenes when they're like out on the mars surface and, and their eyes their start eyes bulging, bulging out. out yeah i was right there on the ground with them it was just horrific <laughs> genuinely horrific. i mean the same with like when uh uh quavo uh not quavo excuse me uh kato whatever his name is oh quato yeah, thank you when he shows up Oh god, yeah. I, I I had to stop looking at the screen. I a friend of mine put it on to try to calm me down because I was having such a bad trip. It was just the worst thing to put on. <laughs> Goodness gracious me. <laughs> but what just but, happened in that scene there? I don't know if you were paying attention, but what happened in that scene there? Yeah, so um the reason their relationship kind of fell apart, at least in John's mind, is she decided to move to a different city to take on this job to advance her career, you know, career woman. And here he is, he's like, oh, I'm just a simple cop from New York, and, you know, you're part of the business business world, and you gave up our relationship for your career. So, you know, that kind of, and she doesn't want to have the conversation about where their relationship's at. She stopped even using his surname. She right. She old name, so. Yeah, so yeah not just, know. sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, maybe, maybe eras of, or problems of the, the late 80s women advancing in the worst workplace yeah this was uh this is probably trying to make a statement as well on what the you know the, the what is the the clean cut well sort of clean cut uh era of the 80s was and hmm. not fully of course but trying to point out some things about it and uh, also, what I meant to say with earlier was Holly didn't just move to any whoops that's not good uh didn't just move yeah. to any city but uh because they're in because he's from new york originally i assume she is as well uh she moved all the way to the other side of the coast the opposite coast down to la i put a stick in their relationship yeah and she seems to hint that their problems started long before she moved but he at least thinks that the moving was the source of it so. from his perspective the move didn't help from her perspective things started way before the move yeah which, by the way, there's a lot of, like, super quick camera shots in this movie. Hockey puck. I think that's interesting. You don't... I don't necessarily think of that as a big 80s thing. 
where it's like you know chopped quickly like a martial arts movie nowadays okay maybe not sorry martial arts movie but a western uh, action movie nowadays yeah and just kind of very fast panning shots oh there we go it's it's uh sever snape. snape yeah which by the way it's funny uh i just actually today watched the order of the phoenix because me and brianna have been going through all those movies so. The guy to his right, our left, looked almost like Huey Lewis to me. <laughs> I didn't see him, but... Well, this guy here, Theo, with the glasses and the the white shirt there. This guy, to me, always felt like a character, like a 90s comic. Something about his look just, just makes me think of that. Like a John Byrne character or something. Yeah, where he almost, or potentially, it sets up this, uh, this stock character almost in a way, eh? Yeah, I guess that could be true, yeah. But here it's more original than it was in, in those days. You gotta get credit where the credit is due, of course. <laughs> yeah, and maybe, who knows, maybe Frank Miller was drawing the same kind of kind of characters back in his comics. And keep in mind, you knew that character's name, by the way, whereas, like, how many films nowadays from, like, the new tens, maybe part, part, part of the aughts, uh, there's the Huey Lewis character to his, like, yeah, he just, like, went to the right side of the screen. Um, how many characters do you know the, like, with, 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 like, I guess not bad guys' names, but, like, the antagonist, how many of their names do you know? Well, to be fair, I just watched this about like an hour ago. That's so. totally fair. <laughs> but the the other fact that they um, they have character to them, basically. Yeah, and something about this group of the, uh, the robbers here. For whatever reason, they just make me think of The Rock. The uh, Michael Bay film. I see. Which comes after the fact and is also just die hard on, a, on Alcatraz. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Just the, they've all got a kind of a distinct look to them. Um, that's something that they kind of repeat in The Rock. And yeah, I don't know. I, I just feel like there's definitely a connection. And like you said, yeah, maybe that one was just kind of a rip off of this in some to some degree. I won't I won't say that. But like, yeah, I guess I should point out that this probably existed beforehand. But there was uh, there's a trope, if everybody knows, it's called like Die Hard on X, which is basically um a main character is trapped inside a building and or, you know, area that can't be, he can't get out of. By the way, um, Chekhov's <laughs> setup complete and or, what do you call it? Um, yeah, there's the setup and the payoff. Yeah, and he's enjoying it, you know. A little bit to, a little bit of a forewarning to the kind of laid back, kind of humorous character that this guy is. Because, yeah, when we first see him, he's a little bit more laconic. Like, he's just kind of sitting back, just kind of absorbing everything. But once the action starts, he really starts to relax and kind of lay into the more the jokey side of him. Yeah, he's not really... If you, His character is very reserved and laid back right now. Um, and you're, you're kind of just basically waiting for the plot to start. But he's at least establishing his character as much as he can before the action does start. Yeah, and that big scar on his arm is interesting. I noticed that too. I was like, oh yeah, he has a scar on his arm. I wonder where that came from. I don't know if he uh, made, uh, I don't know if they made mention of that yet. Yeah, I don't even know if they do. I, I don't remember them referencing it. It could just be a little bit of world building to show that he's, you know, been around. He's not just some, you know, cop who hasn't really put in his hours, if you know what I mean. <laughs> There's a humor between the ranks of these characters as well, which is hilarious. Yeah, some, some of that stuff works. I mean, it, it, to me, it feels a little bit like dated kind of humor. Like, I don't really... I remember when I saw this as a kid, I would laugh at a lot of the John McClane lines. I don't really laugh anymore, but there's still just a fun kind of energy to it. No, that's true. Um, 
Scala, I wonder what I, I assume probably somebody's. I just re, I don't know why I made this connection, but I'm surprised. I wonder if somebody's made a contrast between this and Lethal Weapon One. Excuse me. Which I think came out maybe the year before this, '87. I think Lethal Weapon came out. I feel like you're right on that. Yeah, which of course Shane Black was behind, and Shane Black had just recently worked with John McTiernan. I guess actually the year previously on Predator. Yep. So that's interesting to think. So they're buds. Yeah, definitely working in that similar style. And then of course um, Shane Black takes over for McTiernan on the Predator for the Predator, excuse me, and we all know how that went out. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, let's not mention that. What I thought you were going to say is uh, McTiernan worked with him again on Last Action Hero. <laughs> I didn't see that movie, so why would I? But I know one movie that was uh, he was with, or he was in, excuse me. That's fair. <laughs> oh, yeah, here we go. The needless uh, yeah, titty shot. Uh, yes, but it's not. It, I guess it makes sense in, like, culture standpoint, cultural standpoint, excuse me. And fan service, yes, but I don't know if it's full on. What do you call it? I don't know. I I, I don't think it's that like crude or, or rude. No, they didn't focus. They didn't focus on it quick enough. So I think it's okay. Air quotes. Yeah, it almost seemed like a needless bit of TNA. Like it really didn't add anything. Just for the teenagers. I mean, this film is rated R, and it's certainly a rated R. Yeah, especially with all like the the Paul Verhoeven squibs that we get. <laughs> Maybe fourteen A. I don't know about rated r i i forget if this is 18a here or not uh where's my dvd let me i'll let you know <laughs> i'll grab it so what's happened uh yeah if you aren't following along uh he's been um <laughs> uh, these these so-called i can't say terrorists but yeah these oh well, yeah they're terrorists because the, the, this group of, of armed individuals have come and stormed the building and have taken over basically the system, cut off the phone lines, and are in control of... Oh, golly, there's another scene of... of maybe, I don't know. Um, basically, take control of this. Was there more nudity or something? I thought there was. Uh, he looked, When he looked out of the window and saw like a woman talking on the phone and not aware of the situation. So... Mm. I thought I, I thought I she was naked, it. but yeah, I guess she did. It's like that one scene from The Rescuers that everybody forgets. Yeah, I'm surprised I said titty shot. That's not usually something I say. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> May have been the I substances. I guess just thinking of the, the trope. <laughs> or, yeah, the booze, yeah. yeah maybe the it's not really a, a word that I use too much, but... <laughs> as, Liz, as Lizzie Jones once says it, titties or today's. <laughs> oh, boy. No comment there. Um, he's holding these. What what do these guys want? Um, well, they're well, they're making their demands right now. But they've certainly systematically taken over this building and prevented any, or at least seems like they've uh, made any outside attempts uh, futile at the moment. Excuse me. Oh, by the way, I, I noticed that my uh, my DVD copies are, I guess, U.S. imports because they don't have the Canadian rating on them. Don't. Just says R. Hmm. I wonder if somebody would also, if, if somebody supercut this, supercutted this um, film with, like, say, either Lethal Weapon or The Karate Kid, that'd be very interesting. <laughs> I don't know why I'm just like putting those all together. Also, our uh, I don't, know, I can't say our, our but our 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 our, our bud, 
uh, even though we've never done anything with them. Would love to do it one day, though. Uh, our bud Oliver Harper has probably talked about this a lot more as well. Oh, yeah, I know he's done the yeah complete retrospective for this movie, at least. And he, I think it was, I don't know if it was heavily involved in, but it was talked about in his one of his documentaries. Hmm. Oh, Ode to Joy, is that a Christmas song? Uh, I, mm, I don't know, actually. You'd have to look that one up. Uh, here's a good instance of, uh, I guess, you know, Hans Gruber's character, I believe. Yeah, and it's funny. Alan Rickman looks like, I guess he was already kind of old at this point in his career. He looks like he's got, like, gray hairs going on. I, I, don't, th- I don't think of him as generally old, but watching the Harry Potter movies, by the time you get to the fifth one, he's looking a lot older than he did in the first movie. Well, they also... Don't they have a wig on him? They do, yeah. I just mean face-wise. Set up there. Sorry. Set up for whatever is under that trolley they're they're, they're pushing. Yeah, and I I should quickly mention this, because I I forgot to mention earlier. This movie is... It's not necessarily a comment, but it's just a part of kind of the little bit of a Japanese panic that was going on in the 80s. Yes. Like, there was a line earlier in this when they were like, oh, we couldn't get you at Pearl Harbor, so we got you with, uh, like, cheap goods. That kind of thing. Or electronics, I think he said. Which they actually have the Japanese characters say, which I thought was curious, because, of course, that lots of people, including Donald Trump, were sounding the alarm bells during the 80s. Like, oh, it's an economic Pearl Harbor. Like, the Japanese, they're trying to take over by... uh, using our own money against us like they bought a bunch of big buildings i think they bought like the rockefeller center a couple other ones i know definitely reagan was also like sounding the panic alarms against the japanese at the time yeah because they were having a really big boom at the time uh i forget yeah it's because of their um trades and their manufacturing of products uh even you know in, in back to the future part three marty says like every all the great stuff is made in japan I don't know if yep. that was subtly, I don't know, but it certainly was America taking aim at uh, Japan. But I assume if you will, we haven't really gone into it with the ultraviolet A-rated basement, but like hmm. the Japanese were certainly doing the same thing with their, their American counterparts <laughs> where they were taking shots at them as well. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned that because I was actually reading an article earlier today about this. And they mentioned that some of the Republican politicians were using... Um, Japanese comics against them where they were like these Japanese they live in like this violent sexualized like subculture like we can't let them infiltrate our our culture because they're so perverse look at these comics that they make and it's, I was just like oh Jesus <laughs> like these old grandpas like stumbling across like Akira or something like that <laughs> just losing their minds yeah stumbling onto like violence <laughs> jack or, or something else like that or devil like man. 60 60 year old republican conservative just like losing his mind and either they're like <laughs> either they're bringing up what is it called uh either they're like bringing up shonen jump or something else that's not translated maybe something dark horse did back in the day i have no idea yeah, and i saw they were complaining about you know the japanese getting to the youth with infiltrating gaming systems stuff like that with nintendo coming in and all the Japanese cars. So there's definitely a big kind of concern at this time. But... Which which surprisingly, if you think about it, was absent in Robocop. Well, yeah, I guess that was not the non-American uh, coming in and telling his story. 
Yeah, do you think do you think that's the writers who are ta- I guess it is the writers who are taking this idea or or putting that DD in there or is it John McTiernan? That's a good question. I I'm sure it was more the writers. I don't know anything about the original book. Oh, actually, I did look this up. Actually, I did notice that in the original book, it wasn't a Japanese company that that, that the uh, the building was was run by. So I was like, oh, that's curious. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. It was if it was like the seventies or the sixties, it would probably been something else, maybe another American company. But here, it was just like, oh, let's just update the look of the film to resemble the eighties and you know our mass hysteria or at least uh, subtle hysteria of uh oh the Japanese are taking yeah. over yeah and of course uh, someone else who was big on that train was uh, Michael Crichton yes yeah, he snuck that into the Jap- into the, uh, the Japanese he snuck that into Jurassic Park I think both books but especially the second book had some See, of that kind of Japanese fears and of that, course Rising Sun. Oh golly. Um, oh, that's a great squib. Yeah, that was a great squib. Um Yeah, not so much in the first book from what I remember. Um if anything, that was like early on, or maybe like small parts throughout. I don't remember fully, but it wasn't as noted as what you say in the second film. Or the second book, excuse me, which I still have yet to read. Yeah, it was it was just like I think InGen had like a board of like Japanese uh, like directors behind it and whatever the other company was too. It was something about like how they were like infiltrating all the business world. So just subtle, but the same kind of in some ways xenophobic fears that was kind of pervasive at the time. Yeah. And of course, the rising sun's all about, yeah, kind of kind of a grotesque image of Japanese business life. So, well, if you think about it, the uh, Japanese have solely won because it's certainly taken over uh, that generation and uh, several generations after the fact as well. So they, they kind of won. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. But also the Americans prevailed <laughs> as well as evidence today nowadays. But enough of that. Uh, basically, what just happened was um, Gruber wanted codes from uh, oh, what's his name? The, the chairman, not the chairman, the CEO himself of the company and I forget if he, cause he said you, you, you don't want money. It was something else he wanted. Oh, um, my see when I watched this earlier, I actually missed the last like 20 minutes, but is it not money that they, cause I had to jump on to record here. Well, that's fair. <laughs> do you remember? Is it, is it money that they wanted? Cause it was... I know they do their, their whole little scheme about like, Oh, we're, we're trying to uh, free these, revolutionaries around the world but i know that was all just bs yeah spoilers (laughs) yes no i believe this is a big heist like this is uh the oceans 11 of of the 80s or yeah was it oceans 11 back in the day or was it just oceans 6 no whatever the frank sinatra movie is uh it was oceans 11 but they actually spell it 11 rather than just have the numbers can I just say that actually is a good idea um, of having you, you combine two things. It's a heist movie, but the bad guys are the ones doing the heist and it's the protagonist is the one trying to stop them. That's I think that's cool. Hmm. I don't know if they were thinking of that, but like that's a good way of doing it, I'd say. Or at least, you know, coming up with something new. Yeah, that's fair. And right there, John McClane got... I wonder if that would work. Um, 
John McLean would almost got caught. I forget how, but like, I wonder what he's trying to do here. Uh, it's weird. I just watched this and I'm already starting to lose a little bit of what was going on. <laughs> it's blinking. Yeah, no, that's fair. You were less, <laughs> but uh, I'm a little drunk. Yeah, the substance wasn't within you, wasn't flowing through you. Yeah, I wasn't uh, feeling the Christmas cheer with the uh, the old eggnog and the and the rum. But <laughs> what is he gonna do? Make it snow? Ralph's never heard of that place. Ralph's? Hmm. Yeah, I guess it's an American thing. Oh, I see. He set the alarm off so that the fire department would come in. That's fair. Yep. Talmations. Okay, come on. What do you have against the fire department? Well, maybe, you know, the inner, uh, inner community kind of bias. Oh, we're the cops. We don't like those fucking firefighters showing up before us. And I don't know. <laughs> that's kind of standard procedure, though. Probably won't get into that, but that's kind of the idea is first responders when it comes to a non-emergency uh, with, per se, what do you call it? I don't know, murder, crime of some sort like that. Anyways, uh, let's see. To get rid of dead air, because... Oh, yeah, this movie's looking pretty blue. Not in this shot, but the previous shot. <laughs> okay, well, I... Not, I I think there is some blue, but there's there's yet to be some blue. Hey, I'm seeing some blue there. Right in the center of the, center of the frame. That's not as... Okay, yeah, but it's mostly white. I'm seeing, like, the, the screen being mostly white. You say not as blue as uh, something, did you say? Or... Maybe we'll save it. It'll get more blue. So I'll hold off for my uh, response. Most likely, yes. <laughs> Even though I just... You, know, you just bleep that out. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'll beep it out. Yeah. I'll cover it over with some Christmas... Some Christmas cheer. Some <laughs> carolers. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for Hearts Warming Eve. Which is completely different. Yeah, as you can see, this guy's covered in... Kind of a whitish color. Almost like snow. But it's a little dirty snow. Because he's, he's a bad guy at heart. So, you know. Yeah. It's not pure white. As Santa, as look at look at John, uh, John McClane's shirt, pure white. That's how you know he's he's upholding the Christmas cheer. Whereas this guy is wearing a gray sweater, so therefore he is in fact gray with, uh, what do you call it? He's uh, gray morality wise. Yeah, gray with naughtiness this year. Oh yeah, is he going on the uh, whatever that thing's called? Is he going on the naughty nice list? Yeah, where he need maybe he needs some coal. I think. Uh, well, I don't think this is helping his case. I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> Same with John, though. Yeah, John. John's a police officer. He's just trying to do good. This guy's beating up a police officer. That's the ultimate sin. Oh, yeah. The only answer for that is the death penalty. Just, just by the way, for everyone, I'm just kidding. Fuck. Yeah, that. that's true. <laughs> I can't remember what I was watching the other day, but they were talking about cop killers, and I was like, "Calm down, calm down." <laughs> it was a different time. It was a different time. No, it was something more modern. Oh, jeez, he killed that guy. Yeah, I don't know if it was the falling of down the stairs or something. I thought he got shot, but no, he did not. Look, this cop, he's a killer. <laughs> Red Castle, sure it does. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly, he's a killer. Yeah, also different from the Dirty Harry movies, I would say. Oh, yeah, jeez, jeez. Or the, the Samurai Cop movies, you know? That was after the fact... <laughs> 
Hey, again, I don't know when that was produced. I've got no clue. I know it came out in 1991, I think, but who knows when it was made. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, which we still got to get Johnny on for uh, that first one so we can redo the... Uh, or we can get to the second movie. Yes. That'll come eventually. Wow. No uh, no license there, eh? Not even a picture. That's a oh, shame. I like this bit. This is kind of a clever bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was... Uh... Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, most movies, it'd be so easy. You know, you just you find your costume. Like Rogue One, remember? <laughs> oh, golly, yeah. Pick out three random guys. Perfect measurements for these three very differently shaped people. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Are we getting a little bit more of a Christmas reference here? I think uh, coming up soon. What's the Christmas reference? <laughs> oh, I guess we'll have to wait and see. We'll, yeah. Won't we? Well, I do like this John hanging out in the uh, or climbing in out of elevators. See, I'm surprised he knows how to do all this. That's my question. Where is this? Like, how does he get? How's this? Wh wh where did he find this out at police training 101? Hey, you know, police training. They they take you to high school. It's eight years of college, learning all about how to be a police officer. It's really in depth and amazing uh, course. You know, only the best in the world get yeah, to, you be have cops, to learn. Like so. Yeah, it's not like you're an electrician that works in elevators like my friend. Uh, no, with police with police training, we got a good example of that in um, National Security. Exa exactly. Yeah, that movie is hundred. No, I, I can't keep up this illusion. Yeah. <laughs> no, they do not. Definitely do not have that kind of training. <laughs> National Security is probably closer to reality than uh, than my bullshit. Oh, here we go. Now we have. Now I have a machine gun. Ho ho ho. I do enjoy that. Yeah, which I think one of the Red Letter Media guys has a uh, has either a Christmas sweater or just as a sweater in general. I don't know. I don't remember. Oh yeah, I think you're right. I remember seeing that, but yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember which one it was. Oh, by the way, I, I looked up that um, Bruce Willis sitcom. It's called Moonlighting, and he actually was uh, still doing it when this came out. It started in '85 and ended in 89 looks like but, that's uh, one down and how many of these guys are there like 12 i don't know i see um oh well uh oh can you hear me ah so he's right there smart guy i'll say that smart guy can you hear me <laughs> they're not looking up are they oh boy that is uh that's sad poor carl let's see if i can fix this here oh well can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, geez. Yeah, I've been talking this whole time. I just, it's not been, I even sent you a little message there. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to check. Should we uh, redo some of that? Ah, screw it. I Nothing we can do, I guess. Got it. I'm sure I'll be picked up, so I can just put that in there. <laughs> Hopefully, even though we'll probably be talking through each other. <laughs> yeah. Over each other. Oh, but here we get some, this is actually a pretty cool shot, because it looks like, you know, he's actually riding that elevator there. Yeah. Which is uh, gnarly. I hope the the John hired some like uh, elevator electricians to like help the, make the shot work. Yeah, and it's moving so quick too. Hey, they move quick. Like people always want fast moving elevators. It's like you've never been inside one of those, and pray that you're not like uh, the beginning of Mission Impossible One. Oh yeah, with Emilio Estevez. Oh, there we go. Some more breast shots there. Uh, she wearing a bra? I don't 
no, no, definitely not. Man, why is it not like um, uh, female prisoner scorpion where they, what the heck, uh, where they had that one like male nude magazine? No, <laughs> with the guards checking yeah, it out the, or something. With the guards checking it out. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't re-listened to those yet. Most of them are on my uh, re-listen list, but I just haven't haven't got around to it yet. Oh, are the native are the uh, prisoners starting to get restless? No, they're just fine. <laughs> no, this guy's getting a little restless. He's starting to get pissed at John. Yeah, no, Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Coward McGee. It's the uh, his name's Hans Gruber, sir. Um, it's no, this guy here. <laughs> unfortunately, oh yeah, I guess so. Um, Oh yeah, unfortunately he's uh okay, this is kind of also leading into that like maybe like Asian or Japanese stereotype, but it's the conservation of ninjutsu where it's like one ninja can like beat everybody else up. But when it comes to like an army of them, they're like completely useless. Now these shots here are great cuz again, you can tell it's completely real. Yep. No CGI. Yep. Love that. Again, when you have, like, no crutch to fall back on, you just have to, like, do your best, even if it's not... What mm -hmm. do you call it? Even if it's not... Like, perfect? Uh, or... Yeah, or, yeah. even if it's not, like, yeah, perfect, or you have to cheat a bit. If, if, you, if it looks real on screen and people believe it, then it's like, yeah, no, it's... They can believe it. I want blood! Certainly does want blood. Uh, what... What timestamp are you on? <laughs> Uh, my timestamp is 4251, 52, oh, 53. Oh, what are you on? 44. Oh, weird. Okay, I'll speed up. <laughs> no, wait, I... Oh, crap. Oh, you know what? I think my... Because uh, one of my pillows just fell over. I think it actually jumped me back. That's what happened. Yeah. Where are you now? Okay, let me know when you get to 4421 with the, the gun there, the Steiger... AUG, I think it's called. Yeah, I'm there. Okay, there we go. I think that's what that gun's called. Smoking a cigarette. The guy with the long hair. Looks like he should be in like a hair metal yep. band or something. That's probably the Huey Lewis character <laughs> I'm thinking of. Yeah, I remember I always loved that gun in Call of Duty 2, I think it was, where I'd always use that gun. And who also looks like, what's his name? Uh, Samurai Cop himself. <laughs> Oh, that's kind of funny. Oh, here's these these cops. Even though they've got the Christmas tree there, they're not spreading any sort of Christmas cheer. They're just being big jerkos. They're playing by the rules. Yep. And they're actually following the rules. Is you know, cops should or should not. Who knows? That was a fake out. Almost like he's gonna fall off the building at some point. Yep. Look good. Look real good. See, there's a black and white. So, um, here's, what's his name from the, the, uh, was it Family Matters? Oh, wow. Yes. The one with Urkel? Is that the one that he was with? Yeah. The, the dad. Yeah. The dad. Wow. Yeah. I knew I knew him from something, but I, I couldn't place what I thought it was just from this movie. That was the joke everybody was making where he literally is just like, even though that's not his like character's occupation in that show. Wow, that's that's a show that I've never I've always been curious to go back to because I remember that Urkel stuff. 
getting like so crazy. I feel like he had like a robot version of Urkel or something at some point, and that was such a weird show. <laughs> I used to love that when I was a kid, but I've never gone back. And of course, uh, July is it Jalal? Jalal? Jalil White. Jaleel, thank you. Who also voiced Sonic in some of the Sonic cartoons in the 90s. Yep, Sonic, and of course, Big Fat Liar shows up in that. And Really? I don't remember that. It's been a long time to watch it. But... Yeah, he's got a very memorable, uh, memorable bit in that. Not that that movie's in any way memorable. I'm sure everyone's <laughs> forgotten it, but... <laughs> well, let's see. Uh, not a bad action scene so far, but... You know, he's picking his shots... Uh, though you, you should be a little like more careful with that since you're gonna run out of ammo with that, bud. It's an MP5. Yeah, you you said that was uh, your favorite gun from Call of Duty. Oh, the 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 Steyr. Oh, the Steyr, right? Never mind the MP5. Sorry, I got that wrong. Yeah, AUG or AUG. I think I always say AUG, but I feel like maybe some people say AUG. I'm not sure. Yeah, whatever the, <laughs> whoops, whatever the. I think there was an MP5 in Far Cry 3. It was a really good. Uh, they had a really good model for it. Oh, for whatever reason, I think of... Um, oh, you said Far Cry. I don't know why I heard... Uh, yeah, Far Cry 3. Yeah, I heard uh, Devil May Cry for whatever reason. <laughs> I don't know how. There's no Devil May Cry live action movie to yet, I believe. Yeah, it's like, I, oh, that's weird. I always thought that was a sword game. I don't know how I heard. <laughs> no, there's guns in there. Oh, okay. Whoa, that was close. He's fighting for his life. Yeah, just out of curiosity, because when I was watching this earlier, it made me wonder, what was the last big, just like, straight action movie that didn't have any sci-fi or anything like that in it? Do you do you go to these kind of movies very much? Yes, goodness gracious, there that is again, girls. Uh, or, huh, yes, girls. Um, like hey I've seen them before. <laughs> um, so we're not, counting, we're not counting Hotel Artemis, which people might say is like this. Yeah, I was more thinking of just something that had like a sci-fi or... Because that's usually what I come to. I don't just watch like straight action movies, but if they've got a sci-fi or horror bent, I'll tune in. But like if a movie like this came out today, I don't know if I'd go see it. Uh, John Wick? That That's fair, John Wick. That that might be the... I guess I saw Atomic Blonde too. That's fair. Those have more of a... Yeah, there was a second one? Oh, you fucker. <laughs> those, those have more of a, like, martial arts bent. This is just, like, gun violence type of thing. No, that's true. There's not really many martial arts events, or there's not much martial arts here, uh, which one of the, my, my YouTube guy I was watching, who's also associated with Oliver Harper, I must add as well, uh, noted that he was glad that, like, unlike Taken, the Taken series, where, you know, all of a sudden, like, Liam Neeson is a martial artist, even though he's not, um, John McLean here is not. He's just like trying. He brawls, but he's not great at brawling. Wow, they get into martial arts stuff and taken. Wow. Well, air quotes martial arts by just quickly cutting and making it seem like he's doing <laughs> martial arts. Like when he jumps over a fence and it's like nineteen takes. <laughs> the other like action movies, I guess you would say, are like Columbiana, Alex Cross, um, mm. any movie with like what was that one, The Gray with Liam Neeson in it. Mm. Mm, um yes. any of those like action movies basically walk among tombstones or any of the modern like the expendables or anything else with uh stallone or schwarzenegger now yeah, i haven't seen any of those things at all 
Except for the first two ex- expendables, but every single. Even... Oh god, sorry. No, even past the first Taken, I watched that in the theater, and I never had any interest in seeing any other ones. So. Yeah, I can't really think of any that come to mind right now when it comes to that, which is, I guess, a shame. Oh, the Marvel movies. No, it doesn't count. No. Oh, I guess. Uh, oh no, you know what? Uh, I don't. Are you talking Hollywood strictly, or can it be anything? Oh, anything really, except for something like martial arts. I feel like it's its own subgenre of okay. action. I was about to say. I was about to say the raid. Yeah, that's definitely because <laughs> yeah. When it comes to martial arts, I definitely watch a lot of that. But just this old school kind of, you know, I guess you could say more Hollywood action when it's just like gun violence and kind of bravado going on rather than kind of a particular style of of action. Yeah. So uh, what's going on in the scene here, by the way? Oh, I like that big fall, and he like just manages to grab onto that thing. Yeah, even though his arms like, might have ripped off. Or his fingers break. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Oh, this is when we really start to get to the uh, quippy John Mc- John McClane. Yeah. I remember that being referenced in a couple different things, that no, little quote there. <laughs> but again, like, what's what's he doing here exactly? Uh, now he's just like doing his little hiding routine because he's been discovered all up to this point he was just kind of hiding out but then he gave himself away with that uh, ho 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 now I have a machine gun bit yeah but what's he doing exactly inside this uh, uh, this vent does it mean anything to you oh oh yes well I mean there are a couple things I was thinking about um, oh yeah okay it's such as well, you know, I've been trying to argue this is like a Christmas movie. I know that some people have debates about it. This one in particular. So I thought maybe this bit here was him. Just, you know, Santa comes down chimneys, vents. You know, they also have to do with heat. So that maybe there was a little bit of a comparison there. I kind of floated that to you and you seem not to buy it. But, you know, what do you think? I mean, he's delivering some coal to these bad guys here too. He's about to, you know, shoot this guy with the gun. So I thought maybe that was another reference to the the subtle Christmas symbol symbolism. <laughs> this scene looks blue. Yeah, it looks almost as blue as aliens, which they also have a vent uh, vent scene. Same with his eyes. His eyes are also very blue. His eyes look pretty green to me, but uh, I guess so. I guess they're yeah, I guess they are green. Which you know, green that's very much a Christmas color, and he's got a little bit of blood there, red. Here's a boy in uh, boy in blue right now. Yep, yep. I think they called him a white and black, or black and white. Yeah, whatever that is, yeah. Which we definitely don't have uh, those police cars. Actually, you know, I, I guess Vancouver has black and white police cars. Yes, they do, yeah. Yeah, where we live, it's more blue and, and white and red and a little bit of yellow, I think. And it's more... Yeah, you're color. talking, yeah, you're talking because that's the VPD, right? Yeah, VPD, yeah, black and white. The old school way. Well, yeah, well, yeah, the, the SP... SPD is going to have white and blue, so yeah, I guess it'll be the boys in blue. Boys, girls, and those in between blue. Well, they said black and and white, which is what I genuinely think of as police cars, or generally, I should say, as a black and white police car, but that could be from these old movies. (laughs) Jeez. And again, Vancouver, but yeah. (laughs) Who's driving this car? Stevie Wonder? Like, he's getting a lot more jokey than he was before. Really hope Stevie Wonder didn't take that uh, t- take that seriously. Oh, he did. He wrote in to the, the studio, Fox. 
He was like, next time, send me a check, motherfucker. Uh, that's fair, <laughs> I guess. As he should. He's he's awesome. Listen to those, like, five albums from, like... I forget them all, but, like, from 70 to, no, 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 70, 69 to 72, I believe. Yeah, I don't think I've really listened to much Stevie Wonder. But I do actually like this cop quite a bit. Yeah, he's a family man. This guy looks like, uh, guys looks like and reminds me of Vin- Jesse Ventura. Oh, I can see that. Absolutely. Huh. Do you see something? Because I thought, oh, never mind. I guess not. It's very weird, but. Yeah, he's just doing his job. He's, uh, I, I, <laughs> he's been, he's responding to a call. I, I don't know if he's harassing this guy. I hope not. He just wants to go home. So who knows? No, he's that old school type of cop where he's just a nice guy. He's like, oh, I'll come and watch the game with you for a little bit. Hang out. And uh, he asks, mind if I check the place out a little bit? And the guy's like, oh, yeah. Doesn't just start doing it on his own. Yep. Cop be like, okay, sit there. I'm going to go check things out. Well, look at John McClane's shirt now. Now it's taking kind of a gray color. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe Santa, he's going a little bit too far with his uh, naughty list this year. He's uh, you know, not just delivering the coal, he's putting the coal in you, if, in a way. Yeah, as they said, um, <laughs> as that stupid line, stock line goes, this, this shirt used to be white. Well, you know, as me, I'm very much a conservative, and I, I think that uh, if kids are naughty, maybe, the, maybe they deserve some extreme punishment, you know. I was just watching Order the Phoenix earlier today, and uh, they punished the kids by making them right and it would like scar their skin maybe yep. i think that's what they should be doing in schools capital punishment uh maybe i'm all for it yeah like this capital punishment right now which is going on between these three <laughs> yeah there we go john mcclane that's that's a true american american hero where's reagan to uh give him the i don't know purple heart or something <laughs> that's yeah he's he's all right <laughs> i will say i like this this set or the, the table i don't know if that's a well, that's a Japanese thing or not, but, but uh, I like it. <laughs> hey, it seems it seems a lot normal to me. Look at this guy. This guy's, like, coked up. It's going crazy. Yeah, coked up. What is he from freaking... What's it called? Oh, he got a green shot right there. But, yeah, what is he from? Samurai Cop? <laughs> Maybe. Merry Christmas. There we go. Look at this. Even these these guys are German. Yeah, it's... Well, yeah, because it's... Yeah, it's Christmas, of course. Yeah, what do you think about them being like the German villains? And they're always um, speaking German to each other. And... Well, I mean, it's also, I guess, a uh, what is it? It's a was a jab at you know East Berlin, I guess. <laughs> I was gonna say, why aren't they Russian? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know, because they you mean communists? Yeah, maybe John McTiernan didn't want to go that far. He's like, okay, now they're gonna definitely know what I'm saying if I do that, but. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Oh, whoops. What the hey is that? Look at this guy. The, the instincts on him immediately start backing up. I might get out and be like, what the fuck? Did some businessman just like lose in the stocks and commit suicide? <laughs> yeah. After the fact that the stocks are clearly closed and don't open till like three. Hey, he's a cop. He doesn't know about that kind of stuff. You know, I mean, he's, he's a little simple in his way. Yeah, no, that's true. That's unfortunately beyond his pay grade because your pay grade is determined whether your stocks are doing well or not. Maybe I'm being a little too insulting this episode with my pretending to, to be this character. I think it's going a little too far. Hey, what are you talking about? <laughs> what kind of a character? 
Well, I said I was a conservative in the capital punishment. Now I'm saying that cops are too stupid to know when the stocks close. <laughs> it depends. Like, well, you, you have to have a... You usually kind of want a friend in there to, to, to make sure it, uh, it makes sense if that's right. That's true. They need partners. They can be like, okay, what, what's two plus two again? Oh, it's, it's, is it five? No, no, it's four. It's four. I'm pretty and sure. Some system is probably five. And hello, Walter Peck. Walter. Oh, Ghostbusters? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I knew I recognized the guy. I did not know where I recognized him from. That's interesting. <laughs> yep. One year before Ghostbusters 2, the film everybody wants to forget about. Was. He wasn't in Ghostbusters 2, right? It was like a different guy. Oh, wait, maybe he wasn't. No, he no, he wasn't. That's right, he wasn't. I was thinking of, sorry, Ghostbusters the video game. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I remember they basically have like a Walter Peck equivalent in Ghostbusters 2. It's just like a different actor, but playing basically the same character. I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah. When was the last time you watched Ghostbusters 2? Probably like 12 years ago. Yeah, I watched them both in 2017. That was the last time I watched them. Or maybe it was 2016, whenever that last movie came out. I think it was 2016. Yeah, answer the call, not just after Afterlife. I don't think, he, yeah, I don't think he was in there or not. No. Is this when he gets the, the C4? Maybe, I don't know. It's, it's, we'll find out. Right, that was also spoilers. Look at all that blood everywhere. God damn, again. Yeah. But, uh, yes, high-pressure blood. Yeah, that's one of the things I like about these kind of 80s uh, action movies. Like, Predator had a lot of, you know, when the gunshots hit, it's like some real consequences. Like, it's just blowing you apart to some degree. I feel like some of that stuff's been lost these days. Oh, God, except for, uh, I don't know if I told you this, but this year I did a little Rambo retrospective. Oh, there's the C4, which looks like a oh, giant stick of butter. Yep. Time to grab some bread and uh, smear it on there. Yep. Not that I eat butter, but <laughs> oh, but um, yeah, I did those. I did a Rambo retrospective for now playing podcasts as I always do. Man, those movies from four on—I think there was only five actually. So four and five, just so gory and actually like kind of grotesque. Those two movies. <laughs> did you see the Last Blood? I did. Yeah, like the one that just came out. Like was it last year or two years ago? I guess it was two years ago at this point. Yeah, I think it's two years ago. Yeah, it's bad. It is bad. Oh, there's a Rambo reference. That's yeah. funny. I like this line. I was, I was partially. Oh yeah, here's the yeah here's the one that like everybody remembers or you know the, like those sequin shirts. Well, not just that. It's the uh, this part, I guess. Yippee Kaye, motherfucker. Yep. Which is you know one they use in every single. Yeah, it's like it's once a movie, except they of course bleeped it out in the fourth or the fifth movie because you know we can't say the f word in 2013 oh geez think of the children it's pg movie right if a kid hears the word fuck he'll be a serial killer for the rest of his life most likely <laughs> i like this just insults the the main dude on there yep the right before he goes on air <laughs> whoops <laughs> sorry i lost my composure <laughs> that actress seems familiar. Gail Wellens. Whoever the real actress is, she looked very familiar. God, I feel like she was almost in one of those mannequin movies. Now I gotta look this up. <laughs> Die Hard. 
We may think that he's on the fifth floor. We gotta go to the fifth floor. By the way, these staunch. Oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was about to say, all oh, these stormtroopers—they just—they they just can't seem to find Luke Skywalker. It's okay, like, okay, good. Um, imagine if, like, imagine if they wrote this as like, imagine if Star Wars was Die Hard, or somebody made. Hmm. I would laugh hmm. if somebody somehow was able to make, like, the part where they're in the Death Star in '77, and just expand that as the tr- Die Hard trailer. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, uh, Death Star. A diehard story. <laughs> when are we getting that movie? I want, to see, I want to see that. Yeah, now it's only going to Disney Plus since they stopped basically producing Star Wars movies. Isn't that so ridiculous? There's no such thing as there's no there's no more Star Wars movies. They had their whole thing every year as new Star Wars, and they immediately stop. <laughs> Gee, what a it, it worked for Marvel. Surely it'll work for Star Wars. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty pathetic. Oh, but oh wow, this uh, that that lady that was the news reporter, she was actually in uh, Ghostbusters too. <laughs> oh wow, similar role to this one here. Um, it said um, brownstone mother, so not much of a role there. I don't know what that is, so. Me neither. But she's in Goonies, played Mrs. Walsh. Again, I don't know what that is. Yeah. But no mannequin. Weird. <laughs> oh, yeah. I also forgot I, was, I forgot he made contact with the, the police officer. Yeah, and I do actually quite enjoy their relationship there. Him and Al. Yeah, a man on the outside. A man who can... Uh, he's not the guy that... I, I like that he's not a computer hacker. Nowadays, you would have that where it's just like, oh, yeah, he somehow got in contact with a computer hacker. Hmm. And calls him Roy Rogers. I think that's kind of fun. Yep. Actually, I guess they, didn't, they haven't said that yet. That's true. But that, that's... uh. Oh, there you go, Roy. Yeah. <laughs> I like that, that he uses a uh, pseudonym instead of uh, you know, uh, his actual name. That's that's pretty smart on his part, or else. Yep. Yeah, and then... Yeah, again, I don't, I don't remember what this... Uh... What exactly they're supposed to be robbing? Because again, I didn't get to finish the last twenty minutes or so. But... <laughs> and then everybody watching this commentary is just like, "No, you idiots! It's this." Yeah, again, sorry, folks. I'm, again, I'm. I don't have much of a connection to Die Hard. I, I saw it as a kid. I enjoyed it as a kid. But just these kind of action movies just haven't had as much appeal to me as an adult. Oh my goodness! Isn't that the, uh, what's his name? Isn't oh hell the, yeah! The, the the was he principal from, um. Uh... Oh crap! Breakfast Club. Yeah, but I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, what about uh, fucking uh, Battle for Endor, the second Ewoks movie? Oh, f- I forgot about that. That's the real. Uh, that's the real role for that guy. That everyone remembers him. Yeah, I forgot about that. I recently listened to that again. So like, whoops, I'm terrible with this. Yeah, if you mess with the uh, Gorax, you get the the horns. <laughs> yeah, and he died like five minutes into that thing. <laughs> Poor Sindel. <laughs> oh boy. I don't even think the Gorax is in that second. I think that's the first one. But... <laughs> uh... Get out of here. You're not allowed. Freedom of speech is, is a lie. You can't do this. 100%, yo. I don't know what, like, TV that... I don't know who was on TV there, but... 
<laughs> he put you in charge. Yeah, and, and I wish this wife character was a little bit more of a character, but but for an action movie, she's fine. Yeah, she's not... Uh, how would you say? Is she got no character? No, I think they established a character early on. Um, but they certainly focus on her husband more than they do her. Yeah. And it's funny, because I actually saw this actor in a Harrison Ford and Raul Julia um, courtroom drama movie. Um or I think she played Harrison Ford's wife, if I recall. That's correct. Won't spoil what happens in the end, but I, I, I do um, suggest you all go watch there. And I think she gives a much better performance. Maybe not here, but just like she gives a... She's she's more present in that than this. Even though I think she does have stuff to do here. Oh, just out of curiosity, because I was just looking at that Bonnie Bedelia's uh, IMDb. Was that courtroom drama presumed innocent? Yep. Oh, okay. Hmm, she just noticed the uh, the book there. Or not, not, not the book, the picture, excuse me. That is, uh, that's pretty good. Ah, smart. Glad she was using that. We entered up this news program for a special bulletin. Special report. That was a great tower, I know you said that, but I forget if it was they had it in the fifth one, but there was a Amazon, it may have been also just a collector's edition item, somewhere not just amazon but they were selling it that had like all five films in nakatomi plaza oh i yeah i wanted that so bad oh man even though i'm not a big um diehard fan i just thought that set looked awesome you're not a diehard diehard fan <laughs> uh. yeah and again i just don't watch action movies generally um it's one of the reasons that even though i love aliens I don't return to that one nearly as much as I do the other films. Just, just action movies just don't do as much for me, except for martial arts movies. But that's a different thing. That's fair. They have to have they have to have something going for them, or else you're just pretty bored by them. Yeah, I just don't get exhilarated by like gunfights, things like that. It doesn't do as much for me, except for John Woo. Uh, even those, I enjoy them. But I don't enjoy them the same way that I. Oh, enjoy. I guess uh, Mission Impossible movies. That's uh, that's a good action series. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair, actually. Yeah, I, I forgot about those ones. Yeah, I forgot about those until now because John Woo, <laughs> John Woo directed Mission Impossible Two. Oh wait, I made a Mission Impossible reference earlier. Those ones are modern. I guess James Bond as well, if that counts. Unless you count that as spy. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah, spy, but. I don't know if I do. I'm just I find them unrealistic, but that's just me. Uh, I when, when I say unreal, I just mean like I don't know if he's a spy or is he's just a soldier. That's fair. Maybe not even he's not a soldier. Excuse me, that's not right. But he's just this like maybe secret agents is agent is the better idea. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I. Uh, I guess it's kind of a fine line, but. <laughs> Man, there's so much smoking in this movie. It just makes me want to smoke a cigarette. Well, go smoke a cigarette then. You're inside. I don't know if your partner will mind. No, no, I'd never smoke inside. Or, no. you know, smoke the other thing instead of a cigarette. Hey, there you go. That's not a bad idea, but... Oh, all these little tube TVs. <laughs> what, they're not futuristic? <laughs> Beautiful CRT TVs. Oh, right here, we're... Uh... We're going to see a... Oh, there's a Christmas tree. There we go. Nice white, uh, snowy. 
Yeah, I guess this is a good L.A. Christmas movie because there's no snow on the ground because it's L.A. But, uh... Well, unless there was, like, ash or something like that from volcanoes if it was Dante's Peak or Volcano. <laughs> yeah, when are we going to do that series? Disaster movies from the 90s. I think those were in L.A., right? Or am I wrong on that? I don't think Dante's Peak was, but I think Volcano may have been. Yeah, okay. Sorry, I got that wrong. My bad. The limo driver realizes, oh, crap, I've been <laughs> I've been taken hostage without even realizing it. And I'm stuck in <laughs> here now. Whoops. Oh, well, yeah, I hope he doesn't become an innocent bystander in this case and apply part of the collateral damage. <laughs> Were they just getting, like, cut by the roses, thorns? Hey, silly. man, <laughs> every rose has its thorns. <laughs> oh, boy, there we go. If they wanted to really, like, make it anti- what is it? Uh, if they wanted like anti theft or whatnot, not anti theft, but it, like make him hurt more, either have a Borborus or a Pericanthus plant that would or hedge that would have really done some damage. Cannot really. I'm lost. Stuff. I'm lost. It's just <laughs> landscaping stuff. <laughs> it's a type of hedge. Fair enough. Yeah. So there we we saw our buddy there getting the chocolate from uh, Big Trouble in Little China. I think it's Ali or Al Long, maybe? Leong, maybe? I'm not sure how to say his name, but... Cool guy. If I remember it correctly. Just don't <laughs> steal. Stealing is bad. <laughs> In addition to everything you're doing, you just stole like you just stole a candy bar. How dare you? Yeah, is, the, is that the first time we saw that guy? I don't remember seeing him before this scene. No, he was in the very beginning uh, when he was in came up from the elevator. Oh, okay, sure. Must have missed him. All right, the troops are going in. The troops have entered the base. The tro imperial troops are about to enter the base. Oh, just a just a curiosity. Has there only been five of these movies, or did they make another one after 2013? As far as I'm aware, the last... Got a crunch. I never actually have eaten a crunch before. <laughs> the guys are bored. Just like, come on. Get in here already. Um, <laughs> just scratching his ear. Yeah, just, just looks like, come on, get on with it. Um, What do you call it? Oh yeah. Uh, as far as I'm aware, no. This is uh, the fifth one. Uh, was it Die Hard with a Vengeance or Good Day to Die Hard? I don't remember. Um, that was the last movie that was made in this series. Oh, okay. I haven't made a spinoff yet, like you know the Fast and the Furious movies. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, there's no like future spinoff. Yeah, and I don't know if this is coming back or if they're thinking about remaking it. I I don't know anything about what the future of this franchise if it is if there even is a future i thought there was a oh wait i think what I, last thing i heard about was there's potentially a not a reboot but a prequel that involves like john mccain's time back in new york as a cop oh like a an adaptation of the de the, the detective i guess i guess so Actually, I don't know if that's what that first book is called. I just know that's what the Frank Sinatra. Whatever, yeah, whatever that movie, uh, yeah, movie, yeah, whatever that novel is. Maybe we'll read that novel one day for book club. That'd be fun. I'm also interested in reading the the first Blood novel. Or ever since revisiting those those uh, movies, no, that's fair. And I also watched an unofficial adaptation with uh, Linda Blair called Ruckus. Interesting. That's actually what made me rewatch all the Rambo's because I watched that just because I was going through Linda Blair's stuff. I was like, wow, this feels like a ripoff of Rambo. Then I realized that it came up before it. 
Just ripping off the book. <laughs> oh, I like this little, uh, this little like ramming vehicle that they have. It's kind of cute looking. Yeah. <laughs> the little uh, VR or RV that could, as uh, <laughs> as CEO mentioned there. Also, it's funny how uh, John is not really active right now. I mean, again, yeah, what what can he do? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, I guess if it was a movie nowadays, he would just literally like go in there guns blazing and like take all the guys out if he could. Whoops. He'd be hovering. He'd have like force powers. He'd like. <laughs> yeah, there'd be quick edits as well. And he'd like be such a nimble fighter as well. Like the guy he literally fought in the fourth movie. It'd take no shots, it, but it'd be uh, Jane McClane these days. And uh, now nah, I'm just being That's such a cute little vehicle. And they'd also probably be, <laughs> I don't know if that's based off of it. I feel like it probably is, but um, <laughs> yeah, they'd probably also Jane, but like <laughs> probably somebody who's not white. I don't know. Damn. I like how they're coming in from the back or the front. Yeah, right, because the back is the, is the parking lot. That thing looks like a miniature, but I, I don't think it is. Yeah. Were we, being, were we being offensive? By the way, I love those things on streetlights. I wish that all streetlights just had that year-round, even if it wasn't Christmas-related. Yeah, uh, uh, I, I wish they changed it season-wise. Exactly. Like, there's one for spring, summer, and fall, not just a snowflake, because we don't get snowflakes here. Hey, if it was year-round, it would be raindrops. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you're living over in um, Surrey right now, Guilford. You know the Sheraton? They got that big uh, Christmas tree. I wish they had something like that year-round. Yeah, every every year they always... I think... When did that start? That only started like maybe 10 years ago. Yeah, I think that stuff's awesome. Why not decorate the city? Oh, that Dutch angle. I don't know if you, I don't know if you saw yeah, that. That was a nice Dutch <laughs> angle. Yeah, I just wish they'd decorate the city more, give more life to it, rather than just being kind of bland, except for Christmas time. Yeah, if only they had... Yeah, I know, that's a good point. I wish we, uh, I wish our mayor did that, except he's kind of now under fire right now. Fuck me. <sighs> yeah, I guess you can mean that for both this movie and what just happened. I like the shot, by the way. It's it's kind of a bad effect, but it still works in some weird way. Yep. Golly, I just want to use that, like, C4 as a stick of butter right now. I don't know why. <laughs> getting hungry me too um hmm we're seeing that john's getting a little creative here he's gonna send them a present hopefully lots of motherfuckers yep oh that was weird his ear the light you could see through his ear That's oh, strange interesting a little bit of a flaw of the effect wow but... that was a certainly a miniature in a Yep. Effect, but that was a good effect. Yep. Uh-oh. Maybe think of Ghostbusters. Here's a flambe. Uh-oh. Goodness gracious me, sir. How that didn't rock the building is beyond me since it came from, like, downstairs up, but who knows. He has the C4. Therefore, it must be him. Hmm. What the hey just happened? He also blew up your guys, even though they already were blown up, most likely. So all those wounded police officers we saw earlier, you, uh, yeah, you got, that's bad. I hope you did. He's literally Walter Peck without the mustache. Yeah, it is funny seeing him now that I know who it is. Yeah, because I kept wondering, who is this guy? Why do I recognize him? Hans Gruber. I feel like there's some connection to Hans Gruber and uh, Reanimator. 
I feel like there was what a the character f- also named Hans Gruber in that, and it was like, I think it was 86 that that came out, so. I feel like I remember now playing podcasts being like, was this, was there a connection here? Something like that. It's been a couple of years since I heard that podcast, but. Roy, how could you? You like killed a bunch of police officers with that explosion. I yep. didn't know they were there. <laughs> Still, man, all that's on you. That ain't fair, man. Why are you doing that? Oh, here comes this guy. Listen yep. up. If you don't listen up, you're going to get the horns. Yeah, I'm. you're under arrest. I like how John just dressed him down. Yeah. Basically, I'm in charge and you're under arrest. It's like, uh, okay, well then come up and arrest me. Seems that you did your job there perfectly. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, it's interesting that they haven't addressed that scar at all. I guess it's just for a little bit of color. Yeah, probably. No need to uh, fully go into details, I guess. But maybe it was a knife attack back there. Or like this. Argyle just loves it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He's... You also wonder if John can get away with this because he hasn't like revealed his... Uh... Yeah, the fact that he is a police officer and he's maybe had like a uh, either a chief or somebody in the force that's acted like this before, who's who thinks they're all tough and whatnot, and really it's just like, yeah, you're not on the front lines here, buddy. Yeah, I think Officer Powell probably relates a lot too. Like, oh, thank goodness someone can say that to this fuckhead. <laughs> oh yeah, no, totally. Yeah, well, such a such a good script so far, I must say. Yeah, pretty enjoyable. Oh, here comes Mr. Coke. Is that Carrie? F- oh, no, I'm not going to say that. Why? Why do I always want to say that? Whoa, whoa! whoa. <laughs> Actually, would she? Could she play? Played a good uh, princess. Oh, I could see it. I could see a little bit. Yeah. yeah, she darkened her. I guess she probably could have played it well. I don't know. Yeah, and, and how do you feel like? Because I know that guy there. Is it Carl? I think. He's kind of like the yes, Carl, the blonde, the the long-haired guy. Yep. He's kind of like the second-hand bad guy. Yeah, he's the dragon. Yeah, I feel like there should be a little bit more to him, but I don't know, maybe not. I feel like these kind of movies always have, like, the main bad guy and then kind of a memorable henchman. Yes, as as Batman 89 showed, there's there's Joker and then there's Bob. Mm. Yeah, or in, like, Commando, there's the main bad guy and then there's the... Uh, Oh, fuck, I can't believe I'm forgetting that guy's name. The guy from Mad Max, the Road Warrior. Bill, Bill Dukes, or Duke, sorry. No, uh, guy from the Road Warrior. What's his name? I don't remember. Yeah, it's been so many years since I've seen Commando. I That's another one I don't go back to much. So, <laughs> But there's always that kind of memorable secondhand villain that you get before you get to the real yeah. bad guy. And They're called the Dragon. The Dragon, sure. The, the By TV Tropes. Maybe think of the last dragon when you said that, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Yeah, we'll cover that one day. Is there a... <laughs> yeah, but this guy, he really thinks he's you know top shit. Definitely yuppie kind of dude. Got a nice suit jacket though, with a little bit of blue in there. Yeah. Pretty interesting design for the building too. Yeah, that's why I was saying it's a very memorable design building. I'll say that. Yeah. Wish I did get that uh, Blu-ray set. That's what it is—a Twinkie. That's I, I, okay. I see that. Oh, gee, I wonder if he has to use the bathroom anytime soon. John? Yeah. Oh God, I always think about that, and I think about it when I'm writing things too. When I'm like 
like I feel like I should include bathroom bathroom breaks, but I'm like, does it does it feel stupid to include bathroom breaks? I don't know. Kids back on your ranch. I like they're actually going with the whole like cowboy minute, yeah. uh, cowboy angle. That's that's great. That's pretty cute. Yeah. Um, let's see. What if there was a? I guess they could do a remake nowadays where it's from the perspective of the heists, heisters instead of John McClane, where it's a John McClane hmm. is like, yeah, it's like Ocean's Eleven, but there's this. Yeah, there's like a, a secret assassin guy or super soldier or somebody who's like gonna what is it, kill or yeah, he's gonna like ruin the or they're gonna ruin the Ocean's Eleven guy's heist plans. Hmm. It just keeps picking it off one by one. Yeah, do you do it the Columbo way where you ultimately want the the guy to prevail over the villains or do you do it like the cop's the bad guy and you want the bad guys to succeed or the, the robbers i guess succeed oh also by the way this is a good fake out by the way thinking mm -hmm. that it's uh they got holly it's like oh okay never mind yeah and it actually makes me like this guy ellis a little bit more that you didn't give her up pretend that yeah at first you think he's gonna be a scumbag and, and give it or give her up completely and it's like nah he's fine yeah he's just he just generally thinks this is the way to go negotiate instead of uh doing what what john is doing which is actually probably the bad way to go because it probably does get more people killed than yeah. if they just cooperated. Well, I mean, he didn't exactly have a line of communication beforehand till now. Yes. But... He would have just been killed otherwise. Yeah, yeah, this is the, you know, guerrilla warfare. Um, what do you call it? The guerrilla warfare negotiation diplomacy uh, way. Well, they know guerrilla warfare, his way, diplomacy, this guy's way. Um, yeah, and he saw the... Um, the leader guy, I can't remember his name. Hans Gruber? Yeah. No, the Japanese guy. Oh, yeah. Taka, I, I can't remember his name, but... I don't remember either. <laughs> he witnessed him being killed, so... That's really when he turned more violent as well, so... Yeah, and he gotta treat these guys not exactly as humans right now. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it makes sense. It's not just some, like, dumb cop going off and putting everyone's life at risk, like uh, bad boys... When they go in their crazy chase chases, which clearly kill people. Yeah. When they're so reckless, <laughs> flipping cars over. Like, oh man, speeding through, causing so many accidents. Theory me. <laughs> yeah. This is this is radio, not television. Oh yeah, I like that line too. After all these years. Clean it up, man. He is probably just like completely, what do you call it, under the influence of of the snow, as they say. Oh, that's not good. That's bad. Yep. Well, that's not good. Now his uh, now his name is known, and all most all bets are off. Timestamp here. One twenty-five fifteen. Yeah, it's a good time to, to change things around, change the dynamic up a little bit. And here comes Big Dick from Breakfast Club again, because that's just really plays. 
Yeah, no, that's true. I, I gotta say, yeah, it is it is interesting. I don't know how many movies still do this nowadays where they don't change locations. Instead, it's like, then that's why this location, or not this location, but this idea works where it's like you're inside a like complex or building of some sort and you can just move. I mean, Resident Evil also kind of did that as well. Yeah, a little bit of base under siege type story. Or kind of that or die hard with an X, I don't know. <laughs> that's fair. Except they were going into it. But they didn't know about the virus, so I guess it is. I guess it's both. Yeah, this guy is uh, not giving Officer Powell any of the business right now. And Powell's getting pretty committed. Now he thinks well, it's his operation. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> He's even answering when the when the terrorist guys call. <laughs> yeah, just taking over. Futility of direct action against me. That's really fair. We are in a battle of attrition right now. We're playing game of risk or stretch ego. Stretch ego. Stratego. Excuse me, I got that wrong. Mm. I said that wrong. I stuttered. Yeah, I don't know. I was like, that's an interesting name for a game. Stretch ego. <laughs> sounds more uh, philosophical. <laughs> Perhaps. Are we playing a game of misdirection here, sir? I don't know. By the way, have you heard of that group? The Canadian Quebec group? Uh, back in the day, probably. I believe that they were militant. Uh, <laughs> it's about Time Magazine. I believe, yeah, I, I guess they were back in the day. But I just recently learned about uh, the Wolfpack. I don't know if you heard about that. Nope. Bunch of cyber criminals working. It's not anonymous, but like working within the internet. So they're like organized crime, but on the internet as well, where they smuggle a lot of cocaine into Canada. Oh, interesting. From the Mexican cartels. Yeah, like, two two guys put out a book about them recently. And they're very, like... Yeah, they're, because of the internet, they, uh, they also don't play by... Uh, they, they use the internet to their advantage, and they don't play by the old rules of gangs where, you know, mobsters would go to their... They, mobsters would kill each other, and then they would go to the funeral, and they would, like, pay respects to their family. Now, these guys would publicly, like, kill somebody and make sure everybody knew about it yikes no respect no respect whatsoever not even playing by the rules ah that's young people today yeah they literally called like what did, what did he say something about like criminal millennials or something like that yeah <laughs> that ain't good so that's that's what you have your next diehard movie be about it's these criminal millennials uh going in broad daylight almost like heat and just like robbing this, you know, big company of stuff, whatever it was. Yeah, that's always been the trope. Even Godfather, going back to that, they're like, oh, when we were young, we didn't sell, uh, we didn't sell cocaine to like kids, but these young people today, you know, that's that whole, that's that whole movie basically. It's young people taking oh, over. Oh, I forgot to mention is, is there any? Uh, seriously, she looks like one of the freaking. Actually, no, that would be funny. But she looks like one of the newscasters from RoboCop. Maybe it's just the CRT, CRT, C, yeah, CRT TVs. That's funny. That's why. <laughs> For the goodness gracious me. Um, but do you think there's any uh, satire and or... I could be wrong. I'm again reading too much in this. But is there any knocks at... What's it called? Vietnam. Hmm... None that I can see right off the bat, no. 
Any ideas on your end? No, I was just thinking that. I'm like, okay, this is 88, and I don't know if Vietnam is still in people's minds, but, like, maybe there's something here. I don't know. You want a breathment, Isaac? Uh, I certainly have a breathment right over here in my Excel. Oh, Pardon me, this is probably get a little bit loud, but there we go. <laughs> Here we got Grandel Bush and is that Robert Davi from uh, Goonies? I think his name is Robert Davi, but Grandel Bush, the black uh, FBI agent there, was in License to Kill, James Bond movie, and mm. Exodus 3. Yeah, he popped up a little bit in the 80s, late 90s, or early 90s, I should say. Oh, yeah, I forgot this part where, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if we're going to see. Merry mm. Christmas. Um,. Yeah, there we go. Absolutely. Well, yeah, because it's like it's Christmas time for yeah. God's sakes. Sean McTiernan trying to spread the the good news about Jesus's birth. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, I, I forgot about this part, and this is actually a really good part. Oh wow, lens flare, but the natural mm. lens flare, which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I forgot about this part here. Um, yeah, there we go. Yeah, this is a cool part. I always like this little bit. And this is definitely the, at least previously, was a section where it's really blue. Yeah. A little bit of w Wicked City going on. Yeah, there's some green there. Yeah, and he's really turning into Snivellus now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not really. I don't remember Severus being like this. Well, I just meant the, what's up? Uh, James and Sirius would have seen him as when they're calling him that name. Oh yeah, I see. Yeah, as a younger. Yeah, okay, I see, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. Or as the uh, what, what, the sheriff of Nottingham. Yes, <laughs> I see that. Didn't he also say in that movie there will be no Christmases or they'll will cancel Christmas or something like that? No oh, man, I don't remember that. If he did, I haven't yeah. seen that movie in a long time. No, that's fair. Yeah, Robin Hood is not something I go back to much, just in general. Any of the ones that I've seen. Only Disney's Robin Hood. That's pretty much Even the, that. the best film for me. Yeah, lots of lens flare around here. J.J. Abrams uh, saw this, definitely. Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. And I forget, with these, with these, uh, these here FBI agents, are they going to, uh, like, bomb the building, or are they going to, like, talk the guy down i don't know again i i missed the ending so i'm not sure i apologize to everyone who's like a genuine diehard fan that we're not doing a great job in covering this but... yeah we're kind of really like it's a half-baked commentary let's put it that way yeah well what can you do tis the season i guess since this movie has christmas in it i don't know hey i do like this moment as a smoker oh golly look at this dutch moment this dutch angle see this is something you'll always get Oh, you smoke? Here you yeah. go. The other day I was standing outside smoking a cigarette and a guy came up to me. He's like, oh, I'm sorry to ask. I'm sure you get this all the time, but can I borrow one of your smokes? <laughs> and I said, oh, of course. And we had like a, I don't know, like two, three minute long conversation. He was telling me I was, he was having the worst day of his life. He woke up, his girlfriend stabbed him in the arm. What the f***? Yeah. Because <laughs> I live right next to like a kind of a government building. So he was there to try to get some help from uh i guess an abusive girlfriend so Jeez. sorry bud 
Yeah, that's one of the nice things about being a smoker is every now and again you get a little interaction you wouldn't have had from a chatting with someone that can't ask for a smoke yeah no that's the same thing with uh what do you call it i had that one time when i was on the bus you just get random like oh bus yeah strange not bus strangers but you like sit next to somebody and their conversation rise yeah it's great yeah i haven't had that in a long time i had one in uh what do you call it oh yeah i had that one on the way back from my uh what do you what do you call it yeah, I had I had it on the way uh, coming back from a ferry trip. That's what it was when I was on the ferry back, where I had like these conversations with these two guys the whole time. It was great. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Oh, but but just interrupt. I did like that little clay bit for uh, John McClane there. Yep. I'm sure, he's a little more clever. But it was a little bit again a little convenient that he was standing right next to the <laughs> registry of the staff. I think that was the point. Yeah, yeah, that, I'm sure that's why he asked the name right then, but it, it did feel a little convenient, but but it's all good, I mean. Yeah. Hey, you just wasted a cigarette, not that I didn't that do that one time. Oh yeah, you said you like smoked and you didn't inhale. Yep. You just kind of put it in your mouth and then dropped it. Yep. <laughs> hey, it's the way to be. You shouldn't smoke. No one should smoke. Here's our PSA. The novice elitist does not endorse smoking, even though one of its hosts is a smoker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the one of the hosts is uh, is is a straight edge, whereas the other uh, not so much. Yeah, booze hound smokes pot, smokes whatever cigarettes. The whatever the opposite is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the himbo, as it were. Do people even use that term anymore? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know if that's in the vernacular or not. No, hopefully it's fallen out. It's not a nice word. <laughs> Same with floozy, apparently. Oh, yeah. Flashback to, uh, yeah, um, last Avatar episode. What was the last one we just did? I just edited it. The Fortune Teller. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I just finished editing it this morning. I should remember. <laughs> looks like uh, looks like they, they both were playing each other in a way. Yeah, I thought that was a cool scene. I, I quite like that little bit there. Nice little yeah, pause. And, oh, yeah, it's a good like tense scene if you think about it. I think this was the the blue scene I was thinking. Of. Oh, look at those squibs! That's fucking great. Yikes! Talk about Verhoeven. Talk about uh, survey says right there. He got it right in the kneecaps. Yeah, he's not afraid to not do like center of mass. He goes for like whatever it may be. Yep, like goes for the knees, and it's painful to watch. mm Hmm. Man, these Dutch angles, though. Hmm. Oh, that poor Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, I think Kenneth Branagh directed this with all the Dutch angles. What, it's not a... Uh... It wasn't a Battlefield Earth guy? Wow, I don't know who directed that. Now I'm curious. <laughs> I'm kind of hoping it wasn't Kenneth Branagh. I, I know people, like, make fun of him or not, but I, I, I feel like that wasn't him. No, I I know for a fact it wasn't. But who also got to direct uh, Alan Rickman here in in Chamber of Secrets? <laughs> I guess I forgot to mention that Chamber of Secrets. I think he directed that, didn't he? Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, didn't he? No, I thought that one was Chris Columbus. I think, oh, maybe I it think was. Chris Columbus directed the first two of those. Okay, I thought Kenneth Branagh did just because he was in that, you know, because he did Frankenstein, and so he also oh, played yeah. himself. That's or 
played Frankenstein, so I just that's what I'm thinking, but it's wrong. No, I don't. No, he didn't direct it, but I remember when I watched it, I was like, "Wow, I completely forgot that Kenneth Branagh was in this." Like, I was really surprised. I didn't know that till like years later, when I mm. found out everybody like everybody's opinion of him. Roger Christian directed Battlefield Earth. Wait a minute, Roger Christian. Wait a minute, that. Like, give me a moment here. That name sounds. Oh my God! It's the guy who directed Black Angel. Wow, I, I think we talked about that when we covered Black Angel. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. Oh, no. <laughs> Big oof. <laughs> oh, no. That's sad. <laughs> well, what can you do? Well, she's kind of cute. She's she is, but unfortunately she gives information that's going to screw over John. So, yeah, mm. sorry. Even though it's the news. so Seriously, that guy look, looks like Huey, Huey, yeah, Huey Lewis. Excuse me. I don't think I ever knew what Huey Lewis looked like. I'm going to look him up, see if I can see the comparison. You should look him up, and look him up in the 80s, not the you know, current <laughs> When he looks age. like he's like 70. Oh, crap. I forgot there's a pregnant woman in this, even though I mentioned it earlier. That's yep. not good. Yeah, we referenced uh, Ghostbusters a couple times. Yeah, Huey, Huey Lewis, of course, sued... Uh, was it Ray Parker Jr. who did the Ghostbusters thing? Ray Parker Jr. Yep. Yeah, I think he won, too. I think he got the payout, big payout. Oh, pretty much, but yet... <laughs> I know I hear one new drug every now and then in, uh, what's it called? On the radio sometimes, but I'm pretty sure the Ghostbusters theme is way more recognizable. That's fair. That's fair. He's probably choked. Ooh. That's why he sued. Ooh, that, that build looks pretty good. Yo. It's okay. That is, uh, not good. But yeah, that, you kind of see, like, this movie has, like, acts to it or whatnot. Like, yeah, it has highs, not highs and lows, but, like, yeah, there's, there, the action is spread out really good, and then, like, the in-between scenes before the action scenes are really good, I'd say. We're not really Absolutely good. Par agree. Par pardon me, but like they're, I think they're set very well. Yeah, even though it's slowing down, there's still the fun banter going on, and we're still kind of developing the character a little bit more. Yep. So it works. You know, I definitely enjoy the relationship with him and that, that one cop, and I, I'm pretty sure that cop continues on to the other movies. Maybe it's just the second one. I... I so Powell, yeah, he only shows up in two, and that's it. Oh, okay. I yeah, couldn't remember if he was in the third one or not. It's no, that's Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, that's right. Yes, and who was the other guy? Is it uh, Joe Pesci? Maybe uh, <laughs> one of those guys. Uh, well, that's, Danny DeVito, maybe. That's. Uh, or am I thinking Lethal Weapon? That's Lethal Weapon three. Oh God. Yeah, yeah I guess. See again that that those this Lethal Weapon are both franchises that I watched when I was a kid, but I've never really gone back to my adult years. That's literally why I said these almost feel like they're the same movie, but they're not. That's funny. That's not good. This guy shot a kid. That's that's sad. Well, you know, what can you do? What can you um, do? I guess better <laughs> situational word? No, I can't say that. Sorry. Yeah, maybe, maybe you shouldn't be a cop. I don't, I don't know. What do I know? I mean... <laughs> Maybe it's just a fuck up. Oh, you're just gonna okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, what do I know? Yeah, I'm curious about Live Free um, or Die Hard with a Vengeance. I'm curious. I, maybe I didn't rewatch that in 2014. Maybe I forgot about that one too. Maybe I just watched one and two and didn't didn't catch up with that other one. So I was like, oh yeah, I forgot Samuel Jackson was in that. 
Great, we're going up in tears. Soon the National Guard will be here. And they'll call in the army. Wow, now you're talking about the National Guard. Just makes me think of 2020. Ugh. Marching through the streets, shooting people with beanbags. Get back in your homes. Maybe I shouldn't bring that up. No, probably <laughs> not. I mean, I thought you were going to refer to, like, January this year when the, there was a terrorist attack on the Capitol. This year? Yeah. Oh, maybe I oh, oh, God, yeah, I always forget about that. Yeah, exactly. I thought you were talking about our capital for a second. I was like, what? And I was like, oh, sorry, yeah. Sorry, the cap... I'm sorry, it wasn't the capital. It was uh, Senate. My bad. Senate. There you go. I'm completely wrong on this. Hey, this guy here. The... the Wow, that, that guy's voice really sounded familiar. Uh, the red hat or the white hat? Oh, that guy there in the down the tunnel. Yeah, the guy in the red hat. That guy, I definitely know. I don't know what from. I, maybe I gotta look him up. He looks really familiar, though. Do you recognize him at all? Uh, I mean, he looks like Jeff Healy to me, but I don't think it is him. Jeff Healy. Interesting. What is it, Sting? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what is this, Dune? Ugh. Oh, what did he sing? Oh, what was that? Oh, yeah, Sting uh, was at the Video Game Awards, and he sang the theme song to the Netflix show League of Legends Arcane. Oh. That's all I'm going to say. And then Imagine Dragons also... Whoops. Imagine Dragons also sang... Uh, there with a bunch of songs from Bastion, I believe. Oh, we definitely know that guy that was the uh, down in the sewer. Who is he? He was in Spaceballs as a prison guard, but I'm I'm pretty sure he, he has a memorable scene in that because I, I think I remember him in the uh, they're kind of ridiculous helmets that they wear. Um, he was also in The Burbs, which I guess you haven't seen, but nope. plays a very memorable character in that. Uh, Little Monsters... Hate little monsters. Gremlins 2. Man, this guy was all over the place. Played Gus in Groundhog Day. Which I also remember him from that now that I now that I think about it. Ghost in the Machine, what's that? Hmm. Anyway, I'll, I'll look that up later. <laughs> A Ghost in the Shell ripoff? I don't know. Yeah, it came out in 93, so that's interesting. Congratulations, Feds. You just gave the bad guys exactly what they wanted. Yep. As they always do. Yep. No, I, I'm just kidding. I Played <laughs> right into their hands like a fiddle. Huh? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All part of the plan. Maybe the feds are on the inside. Who knows? Oh, I love those phones where the keypad's on the top. You definitely don't see those anymore. Yep. Yeah, Robert Dobby. Robert Dobby. <laughs> Tell the other one. Nice. Look at that. Uh, those acne scars. I'm assuming those are acne scars. That actor's always interested me from uh, Goonies and um, um. Oh, what else? Who did he play in the Goonies? He was one of the the brothers. He was the one that always sung. He like sing opera music. The brothers that are like the the criminals. Yeah, I don't remember them. Oh, okay, yeah. It looks like you like put on a bunch of. When I say weight, I just mean like a bunch of muscle. Excuse me. In, in this movie, yeah. Unless he was, I don't know if he was scrawny in that movie, but he just looks like he looks very like big and broad. Oh well, 
Yeah, I don't know too much. I don't notice too much difference in that regard, but yeah, yeah maybe I'm wrong. Oh, and uh, he just lost his shirt. There we go. That's what I'm looking for here. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, I forgot. This is funny. Um, Robert Davi was also in License to Kill, so both him and Grandel Bush, playing Johnson and Johnson, were both in that. Maybe that was Kirk uh, casting. Who knows? Yeah, that came out. Uh, I think the next year. Yep, 1989. He was like, "We want those two guys." Maybe they were friends. Who knows? Yeah, it could be. Could be. Oh wow, jeez, I forgot that Robert Dobby was also in Action Jackson. Oh man, piece of crap. <laughs> Starring Carl Weathers as Action Jackson. Boy, oh boy. No comment. Yeah, when are we gonna do our? Uh, yeah, that for a Christmas present. Based off a toy series, I guess we're doing Transformers. That's based off a toy, so. Pretty much. Guess we can do uh, G.I. Joe, then Action Jackson, and was Max Steel, and <laughs> whatever else. <laughs> Plenty of other things. MLP. Um, no, Gem of the Holograms isn't. No, that's a. I don't know if there was a toilet or not for that. Yeah, I'm not sure. The Wuzzles. Care Bears? Is that. Uh, is there any f future films of that? Uh, I mean, there's TV shows. I think there's plenty of films to look through Barbie as well Lego movie and her Lego stuff Bionicle um, there's Lego Ninjago I don't count Lego Batman even though that is the case but that's just like Batman on, on there hmm. I don't know if Angry Birds counts because it's a video game and then it's oh wait a minute does that mean we have to cover that one for dang it Yep, sure does. Shoot, yeah. I... Oh crap. Anyway, sorry. Back to this. Those aren't actually aren't that bad, but <laughs> I've seen them both. Sadly. Did you see them both? How the why the f did you watch them both? Because I watched all the video game movies. I saw the second one in the theater. That's totally fine. <laughs> oh boy, what's wrong with me? Uh, <laughs> what's wrong with you? What's wrong with this guy? This is uh. He's, like, threatening this woman to, like, deport her. It's like, do you, do you even have the authority, sir? Like, you are... Absolutely, this is not freedom of speech. This is, like, coercing her into, like, giving you what you want. Yep. Tell me more about what you do here as an illegal immigrant. How do you know she's, like, air quotes, an illegal immigrant? It, it was just a way to work in a little I, bit of a Walter Pack line. But... Of course, yeah. <laughs> what are you with, the EPA? <laughs> Yeah, where's Bill Murray just be a big complete dick to him? Even though uh even though he had no reason to be there, by the way. Walter Peck? I gotta show you a video of SF Debris making a uh a point about how Walter like uh what is it? Walter Peck was wrong. And how other than Vankman being, you know, a total jerk, um there was no reason for him to be there because it was like a nuclear problem, not so much well, I guess it was an environmental problem, but I'm pretty sure he was like it was a... Yeah, it wasn't a environmental... Anyway, whatever. <laughs> yeah, right now we're getting a little bit of a, another turning of the tables. Yes. A double cross, as they say. Although it doesn't really seem like a double cross to me. No. <laughs> it's basically fake, though. They, they, they know about that. And there goes his... Uh, 
Yeah, there goes his wings of talking to his friend. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll just comment. This is something I almost never comment on. But that guy using that particular gun yep. just seems a little silly. He never uses a scope. He just kind of fires it like it's any other machine gun. It just it almost seemed like it was just for the stylistic uh, look of it. Yeah. Rather than its actual qualities as a weapon. But Oh, by the way, this scene is blue. No, this scene to me more looks brown, but... Uh... Okay, the one like... <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, look at the uh, lens flare there. Jeez. That's fine. It's literally like we can see the light source. It's totally fine. Uh, why are we on TV? Come home. Dad, what did you do? What is this? Why am I here? Hmm? What's that? Uh-oh. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Payoff. Here we go. I'm not Miss McLean. It's shoot time. Uh, or something like that. <laughs> Eep. Let's get the Veritas Serum. <laughs> we'll find the truth about this. Yes. Or we'll do, um... Oh, what is it? Oh, they do that in six more. Um, I forget, uh, when he does the, uh... Mind... Con not mind control, but telepathy practicing. It's basically all that that is. Oh, that's in, uh... That's an Order of the Phoenix. Yeah, oh, it five. is? I th no, six. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because he thinks, uh, yeah, they think Voldemort's hiding out in Harry's uh, brain. Yeah, that's right. Something like that. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. I broke his fucking neck. Oh, you have to describe him to that. That's fair enough. It's true. It's damn true. That's some obscure reference. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> 20 to 25 percent of the hostages. Jeez, you guys do not care. Nope. No, they don't give a fuck. They're cops. Yep. No, they're feds, not cops. These helicopter shots again look good because it's real helicopter shots. Yep. It's pretty impressive. Hey, even if it was miniatures, they still look really good. I don't even think it is. I think those are real helicopters. What was the budget for this movie? Oh, I'll look it up. How, you, how long, I think. Hmm. Die Hard. Now, what were those notes that they got there? Jeez, I feel like so I those are it. those are like I, they're not certificates, but there's something I forget. <laughs> hey, if you're if you're pissed off at our our commentary here, our drunken commentary, uh, email us at thenovicelitus at gmail .com and tell us yeah. that we're fuck ups. <laughs> I mean, we certainly are. Oh, we got it right in the shoulder. Or reach out to us on Twitter, <laughs> or the hotmail. I right, right, you said that already. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, we just did this for fun as a Christmas because uh, we wanted some Christmas cheer. You're never going to get really anything. The only thing official I would say that we did is the uh, Ghost in the Shell. That was like the official one. Yeah, and of course like, Avatar. That's it. We yeah. dive deep. We dive deep into Avatar. Yeah, and actually we do our research. Give a, yeah, give a rip about. I'm not saying I don't give a rip about this because I do enjoy this movie. I don't. Mm -hmm. I, 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 maybe I'm showing my hand early on, but I am feeling this movie because it's, it's just very, it's just, it's a lot of fun. Absolutely. It's a movie that I'll break out like every five, six years and put on and definitely enjoy it. But it's not something that, I, you know, like is super close to my heart. So I don't really care if we screw up our commentary for it, but <laughs> not that I feel like we have. <laughs> You'll find a lot more better commentaries in this one. I'll say that. Yeah. Fair enough. But it's, it's the holiday season, you know, we had to 
pick some Christmas movie in. This is Boxing in, Day, not not Christmas Day. What are you talking about? Oh, I don't know. Oh, he's going for. Oh, I've never seen this maneuver before. Have you ever seen this where he just wraps chains well, around his head? Oh my goodness! And he's like literally in his like right around his neck. I have never seen this before. This is not a Hell in the Cell match. This is something else. My goodness, he might be dead. He might be dead, folks. He might have just like you know choked him out with those those chains. Yeah, this is Tarzan versus Clayton at WrestleMania '95. Because <laughs> I don't think it had like. Clayton or, or Tarzan hanging from a noose, a makeshift noose. <laughs> yeah, you, you clearly don't remember that match. I don't, actually. <laughs> actually, I don't think it was 95. I think it was, like, later 90s. Was it a no, was it a no disqualification match? Yep, yep. Oh, golly. And God stepped in with the lightning, too. We saw the lightning of uh, Clayton hanging there. It's oh, pretty golly. messed up. Oh, my goodness. So that's yep. where the Undertaker got his whole lightning shtick from. Yeah, and that WWF got a big fine from the FCC after yep. that match. Oh, golly. Whoa. Riddle with bullets. That was a bloody sh- shot there. That looked like some real genuine killings. Oh, oh, that's true. Is there not any other guys there or what? No, it's just Al Long or Leon. That's true. Rest in peace, buddy. Even though yeah, you're one he of really got guys. killed. Yep. The, the actor really got killed in that scene, yeah. He said, as long as you pay my family a lot, I'll let uh, yep. Bruce Willis shoot me. Yep. <laughs> oh golly, he's one of them. Hey, I saw red and green in that shot. That's definitely some Christmas uh, symbolism, no doubt. This is a weird WWE match. That's all, or ring. That's all I'm going to say because you can see the red right there, and you can see, clearly see the mat as well. Yeah, Whoa. the red. Where's the Where's the big red monster? Where's Kane? Yeah, that's fair. Oh, this definitely blading here. Jeez, where's uh? <laughs> This would not stand in the PG era. What do you mean? Because <laughs> uh, John McClane's arm was all covered in blood. Oh yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, you just like you just go to you watch like Civil War, and then you see like the end where Tony Stark like spits out a bunch of blood, or you see a bunch of blood on his head, and it's not even real looking. It looks, it just looks like they plastered something like yeah. not even tomato. It's not even tomato juice. I can't even say that. Just like red dye or something on his face. Um. Yeah, man, this blood looks like it's really. Uh, oh yeah, what's his name? Uh, Bruce Willis bleeding. Yeah, they were bleeding back then, man. I'm telling you, Hollywood was just like uh, wrestling. Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> I mean those were also some squibs. Some of them were squibs. Some of them, unfortunately, like when Mick Foley fell off the Hell in the Cell match, like that was not oh, yeah, or that was not oh, squibs. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean that tooth in his nose, that was something else. Yeah, and you'll still find blading in uh, AEW these days. I never liked to see it. I never liked seeing the blood, even even as a kid. I was always really put off by that. But oh, there's yep. that famous shot. Whoa! Whoa. I remember that on the old uh, like DVDs, Fox DVDs. They would advertise yep. that. Oh yeah, I think a lot of what do you call it? A lot of uh, advertisements would use that as uh, one of their shots. Yeah. Ooh, look at those bloody feet. Ooh, yeah. Gross. Ooh. You need some slippers for that. How are there still cars there? By the way, I don't think this would actually work, but who cares? It's cool. Yep. Ouch. Hey, wait. How did he fall on his stomach? He fell on his back. Continuity error. Uh, maybe he moved around. I don't know. Turn this movie off. Continuity errors. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, well, why isn't his back, like, you know, completely bloodied right now? Because it's fair. Class, I mean, it should be absolutely. He's got oh. doesn't even have a shirt on. 
Golly, that was close. Not that that would save you from anything, but... Yeah. Yeah, let's turn to a disaster movie in this last section here. Yeah, no, that's true. Shouting in French. Oh, look at this place. This is great. I love this. I'm yeah, this reminds right me of uh, one of the sections from uh, Batman Arkham Asylum, excuse me. Even oh, though cool. they didn't use it to its advantage, I'd say they overstated it a little better, but... It's making me think of... Uh... Oh, jeez. Die Another Day. The last Pierce Brosnan Bond film for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There's a lot of water at the end of that. They're like an ice castle, and there's a little like, um, like greenhouse area. And oh God, have you ever seen that? <laughs> no, never have. Oh, now the sprinklers come on. I guess pay off to him looking at the sprinklers early on. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Oh, yeah. there's a Christmas tree. Yep. Oh, See? the Grinch, Hans Gruber, the Germans. They're against Christmas. They're uh, they're trying to shut it down. You know, that's you got to watch out. So, how do you explain? <laughs> Hans Gruber's heart growing three sizes this day. Well, that's that's the that's at the end of this. It's like a more of a commie view. Like we gonna we need to get past our xenophobia, and even people from different cultures can can accept Christmas. That's yeah. the uh, standpoint. Liberal media, liberal Hollywood taking over. You know. Oh yeah, of course they're always up to no good, are they? Absolutely. Wait, then who's Ebenezer Scrooge in this case? <laughs> Ebenezer Scrooge is a great patriot. Oh, of course um, he is. Yeah. And of course, liberal media tried to kill him. He was the Japanese uh, owner of this building. That was that was Ebenezer Scrooge. And uh, yeah, liberal media tried to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how my uh, my persona turned into this <laughs> for this episode. Pro Christmas, I guess. Makes I you it away. Uh, 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 <laughs> right. Seriously, what is that shot? This shot of the very slow-moving uh, taxi. No, of like when they they uh, did a close-up on the on the tape. That's true. That was weird. Yeah. Not Theo. Oh no! Where'd this guy come from, dude? You just like wrecked that guy's. That that limousine is now wrecked. Yep. No, no doubt. Hey, Argyle's getting his punches in, man. Yeah. This guy's a hero. Nice. I love this. Didn't break his hand at all. Yeah, I've broken my hand many times punching. Hey, that guy looked familiar. Jeez, I don't even... It almost yeah, looked like the guy from uh, Saved by the Bell, but I know it's not. <laughs> oh, yeah, like Zach Morrison's actor? That's him, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I think he's the principal now in the reboot. or the He is. I don't know, reboot, but just continuation. Next generation. I've, since I've been watching the 4400 on Stack TV, I see the ads for that. I see, yeah, okay. a minute. I was like, wow, he looks so different now. Did he age well or not? Uh, I've only seen him in clips, so it's hard to judge, but he looked, you know, a lot older and still trying to look youthful. You know, that's that true. kind of thing. Yeah, no, of course. Which doesn't always help. But... Some some have the youthful, youthful beauties, beauty, excuse me. Others uh, just age, age. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, and you know, if you age and you don't try to look the same as you did 50 years ago, you know, it still looks good. Or not 50. <laughs> However <laughs> long 30. ago. Yeah, 30 years ago. Speaking of which, what's going on in this uh, age scene? <laughs> age is in like, you know, it was from... Okay, never mind. <laughs> but Yeah, we finally have it where, you know, he's got yep. his wife and it is... Final confrontation. Yep. Yeah, covered in blood. Just yep. beating the whole the crap out of him, you know. Yeah, he's like, 
He's he's <laughs> all you can take left is his pants, I guess, and his underwear, and that's pretty much it. I keep making the John Wayne references too. That's interesting. Yeah. Hey, enough jokes. Yeah, it makes me wonder if there's any sort of reference to Yippee Kaye, motherfucker. There we go. If there was an actual like reference in terms of the plot to a certain maybe Western that they were remaking in a way, but I don't know anything about that. I feel like there was. I feel like yeah. Um, what's his name? Uh, Oliver Harper mentioned this on his uh, retrospective. That he said oh, that like it's that. like, yeah, no, that's why they zoomed in on the tape before. Yeah, that's interesting. I wonder. I wonder what it was. Yep. Yeah, I don't remember either. Happy trails. Yeah, because so many uh, Western references. It's got to be something. Yep. Is she grabbing him. Is she trying to save him? No, I think it's he grabbed her. Because mm. he only got shot in the shoulder, which, as you know, doesn't mean it's a killing shot. Man, they did such a great job with all the cuts and things on him. It really does look just like it's genuine. Yeah. It's like the difference between black and super red. It looks, all that yeah. stuff looks great. It actually looks real because I like, I cut myself with a saw the other week. Not like terribly, don't worry. Just I cut myself with a saw and on the finger and it looked like deep red. Mm. I'm just like, dang. So this means that his blood is really good. Could you imagine seeing someone fall like that? I mean, from like their perspective where they see his face as he slowly sinks backwards down. No, yeah. Like when you see like if a parkour uh, practitioner like, you know, slipped and fell from like a absurdly strong height or high height, that would that'd be scary. Yeah, it'd be surreal seeing like them going down like that. Like it'd be so strange just to see their eyes and like they're yep. the last look on their face like that's that's so morbid for me to say but like that's scary also anything sorry anything you want to say about like this scene with all the uh bills raining down yeah again i don't remember what the bills were <laughs> even though we just we're watching it right now i just forgot what no but were. like how they're falling and like what day it is any comment on that oh you know actually now that you mention it, it does actually look like snow has finally come to la so mm, and not the cocaine kind i assume well i mean that's always been in la so you know i guess it has who knows any of the other kind the white paper kind it's christmas <laughs> can i just say like <laughs> i could just see somebody like above them starting like throw down a bunch of paper and just trying to like one lands on the camera or what like that would just be funny that would be funny Oh, there's our buddy. They meet up for the first time in person. Yeah, there he is. Oh, just a little nod. There we our go. Our good friend. No, you gotta go give him a fog, man. That's your buddy now. Yeah, John John looks like he's gonna cry. Yeah, it's just like you were there for me the whole time. Yeah. You were my, like, person on the outside. You, you, you helped guide me. You were there to, like, keep me sane and whatnot. Like, you're my brother now, bud. Yep. You're my boy, Blue. Yeah, this is a pretty cute scene. Yeah, very helpful. I'll say that. And but it, yeah, it would certainly. <laughs> Let's see the TV series. Do they all get along? Does Does John and and Powell get along with each other? Does him and um oh jeez, I forgot his wife's name, Holly. Does uh does him and Holly get along very well, even more as well? Oh, she says Holly McLean. Also, I, I forgot that. Good man. I'm stupid, but I forgot that she brought the kids over here. I thought the kids were over in New York. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Look at those machine guns just everywhere. <laughs> yeah, well, gun safety, even if there's, like, you know, triggers, or the, if the safeties are on, like, seriously, you're supposed to aim on the ground unless you have it holstered. Oh, look at this piece of schlock. How did he, like, survive? It's Jason. He's not dead. He's come back for one last kill. Wasn't he in Halloween, or wasn't he in WWE at one point? No, that was Robocop. He showed up there and saved oh, wow. somebody, didn't he? I don't remember. I don't know anything about that, but that's amazing. Oh, okay. It happened. Is that Powell? Who, sh who shot the gun? Who did this? Also safety right in there. Uh, it was Powell. He got Gosh. his one kill in. Look, John, just, you saved my life. Just been revoked. Wait, wrong movie. <laughs> uh, Except he looks really, like, disheartened and, and sad. Like, man, he had, like, that was a good use of, of like, force there. Crowd of people, that, machine gun was there. Oh. Argyle, he's at Argyle. Wait, <laughs> wait, how many bolts did he put into him? There's, there's six in that slot, so yeah, it's okay. He's on our side. That's my ride. We're good. Yeah. Finally gets his stuffed animal out there. Yeah, uh, comes Walter Peck. Tell me more about what you do here. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey. Also, I could totally, I could, I could tell that was fake, but yeah, yeah still like. I'm not gonna... Yeah, she didn't sell it. She's got to go back to wrestling uh, school. <laughs> no, of course not. I don't care. I'm like, she should have stamped her foot as she did it. So it actually helped that it was, it was like it was a fuzzy camera. But like, yeah, now nah, I'm okay with that. Gotta be here for New Year's. Who's that kid? Remind me. So this is when they got to start playing that song from Gremlins. Christmas, the snow's coming down. Oh golly, yeah. <laughs> oh, and so they, they just play that. You let it snow instead. Who's Argyle remind me of? He, he actually resembles somebody either I know or some somebody else. I don't know. The end. The end. Here we are. We made it. <laughs> oh, I've got my pumpkin beer. Oh, wait, not pumpkin beer. Whoa, uh, Roman, whoa, whoa. Uh, Oh, no. Wait, your butter beer? Butter beer. Thank you. Yes. Oh, I just went to Disney. Uh, to their Did, big what? Harry Potter Dis world. And I just Disneyland, got some butter what? beer. And. I say Disney World. <laughs> Isn't that where uh, the Harry Potter world is? It's Universal is? Studios. Is it? Oh, Which is God. so funny because they're owned by... Because they're distributed by Warner Brothers instead. But oh, for I, some, I thought that was Disney. Hmm. For some reason, war, war, I'm surprised Warner Brothers doesn't have like a theme park with all their like characters and all their iconography. Hmm. Like... Man alive, you can make a... Tw I, I, they probably had a theme park at one point. I don't know. It was, it was the 90s. They made, like, amusement parks back then. So maybe they yep. did, but they, they, like, licensed them out to Six Flags. I don't know if the Knoxbury Farm was one of them as well. Although, is it Knoxbury Farm on, on Six Flags? I don't remember. But, like, you know what I mean. Yep. Yeah, that... Now that you say that's not in Disneyland, that just blows my mind. I thought it was there. Nope, because why would they have a Warner Brothers ride? Or Warner, yeah, I guess Warner that's Brothers fair. property, excuse me. Mm. Although there is... No, I don't remember. I'm sorry, I was thinking of something else. But Die Hard, what'd you, what'd you think? Die Hard, yes. That was... Uh, the... I would certainly die hard to watch this movie again. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. Yeah. Would you live free or die hard? Um, uh, that doesn't work either. I'd rather <laughs> live free than die hard. That's fair. Because if you, if you think about that in a lewd sense... <laughs> oh jeez oh boy here we go 
<laughs> uh, I was going to make another very inappropriate joke about uh, homosexuality through the ages, but um, there. <laughs> you went there, buddy. You went there, pal. I oh, would not geez. go there with a ten-foot rod. It's all this booze. Yeah, the, see, that's why you can't mix uh, crack and rum and uh, and eggnog. Yikes. There you go. You Never had crack tonight. Goodness gracious, sir. That's every night. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Let's see this, this crack and rum. It's it's doing things to me. There we go. Jeez. Do we need to like set up an intervention here at the end of this movie? Um. No. No. Of course not. What are you talking about? I don't, I don't know. I, uh, I'm talking about. We're talking about the credits right now. I know I'm getting some weight from all this eggnog, but geez. Really? That's for, awesome. Uh, the fat shaming. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I I definitely enjoyed coming back to this. It, it'd been several years and uh, yeah, it'll probably be several years before I come back again, but I'll enjoy when I come back as well. So there you go. Yeah, no, uh, I would. What Could they remake this nowadays and have the same magic as it did now? I... I don't know. I don't. I don't think they could. Yeah, they could try. I don't know how much how much it would work, but I wouldn't be like a remake. This is sacrilege. I, I don't know. It's not even just that. It's just like there's so many restrictions nowadays. I mean, I guess they could. The most they could do is make it as like you know John Wick as they could, but it was just turned into John Wick. Um, in was it? It'd just be John Wick in 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 a, in a building, and that's it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Just because John Wick is actually, like, you know, rated 14 here, I think. But yes, rated R in the States, so they could, like, you know, that's the, that's the most you could get, really. Yeah, and if they're going off John Wick, it'd definitely be the Ruskies these days rather than Germans. Yeah, or the, uh, either North Koreans, maybe, no, they can't do, no, I was about to say, like, the People's Republic of China, but it's like, no, 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 that's gonna upset some people. Yeah, that sounds closer to uh, if you've ever seen Rambo 2008. Oh, that gets, boy. oh boy, that's some racist stuff in aye, some ways. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, but yeah, I guess we're we're coming to the credits here. So our off, even though we didn't really uh, talk about it too much, but are, are you convinced it's a Christmas movie? Uh, I am convinced that this movie takes place during Christmas. For all those who wish for this to be a Christmas movie, go ahead. It's your reality, not mine. It is subjective. Um, you can choose to make it your Christmas movie every year, but there's a lot of other things that are Christmas as well. So you'd have to watch Batman Returns, mm. I think. Yeah, because that's a Christmas movie. And what else is Christmas? No, Ghostbusters 2 is Thanksgiving. Gremlins. Gremlins. But that's that's a giveaway. That's fair. Um... Was there a Halloween movie set during Christmas? I don't think so. What about a uh, Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street? Mm. Probably the amount of jokes they would come up with that. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think they mainly stuck to their... I mean, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street didn't really stick to Halloween, but the other one did. No, that is true, I guess. Yeah, you're right on that. Ah, uh, but yeah, I guess tune in next year for our next Christmas movie. What should we, what should we uh, tease? I guess we're, yeah, I guess we're doing this every. By the way, what did you think? Are you convinced this is a Christmas movie, sir? Even though you were the one trying to convince me. Yeah, and of course I was just playing a role. I don't really care. I mean, I don't. <laughs> it was all an act, heresy. You're, you're saying that everything you said during that, uh, that entire commentary was fake. 
Yeah, I wasn't even drinking Kraken rum. I was drinking my my typical drink, Jackson Trig Shiraz. Not so. sake this time. Well, I did delve into that a little bit. Yeah, of course. I mean, you gotta top <laughs> yeah, yourself enough. up once you run out. No, I guess if you make a you make a good point there. No, I, sh- I shouldn't do that. Um, but yeah, there was you know it's it's Christmassy enough in some ways. I wish there was a Santa. You know, running around, uh, getting punched in the face by Arnold Schwarzenegger, but. <laughs> <laughs> you came to the wrong movie, sir. You have to go to something else. Why, you want you to go all the Oh, wait, that's what you meant. Yeah, don't say that. Don't say that. Which I think the Geek Evolution guys are almost finished watching, by the way. Oh, are they doing that tonight? Let me check right now. I'm pretty sure they were. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they were watching Jingle All the Way. Let's see here. Austin and Cap or DJ and Cap? Uh, movie night discussions. Let's see. 10 new messages. Um, yes, that's right. At like reminder at everybody, our viewing of Jingle All the Way 1996 on Disney Plus will begin tonight at 7 p.m. Central Time. So, yeah, they just finished like an hour or two ago. Wow. Well, maybe I'll have to watch that. Days. (laughs) Yeah, maybe I'll have to watch that. Uh, No, I'm uh, no, that'll uh, come further on, but yeah, to. Die Hard, wait, uh, Die Hard to All and Die Hard uh, Drury Night, I don't know. Yeah, have a Merry Christmas or Die Hard. Happy Holidays instead, buds. Hey, Happy Holidays, this isn't that kind of podcast, this is, uh, what are you, Starbucks? What does that even mean? Whenever I don't see Merry Christmas on my, my, my Christmas cups, I lose my mind. I, again, I'm just, I'm just playing. Do they put Happy Holidays on it instead? Yeah, I think they like. Yeah, they don't call it like Christmas drinks anymore. They call it like holiday drinks, and people lose their mind every year. <laughs> They're trying to take away Christmas from us. Have they it's... done a? Have they done like a Kwanzaa <laughs> flavor at all? I don't know. Okay, that sounds dumb, but like it sounds very generic. But like something you know, because it's African. It's it's a it's a multitude of African cultures coming together and celebrating their uh, cultures, which is great. I don't know if it like there, there's a bunch of spices that they could put in there for coffee. They could probably do it. Uh, not that I've heard of. No. Where's my Boxing Day coffee? What the hey is this? Uh, well, you know, the, maybe there's not as much money there because people are spending their money elsewhere. Well, see, that's not a that's more of a thing we do up here. I don't know if like UK does it or Australia does it, but like. Yeah, maybe the Tim Hortons will sell it instead. They sell like a Boxing Day coffee. I don't even know what that would be. Should call it Boxing Bieber coffee. Oh, don't go into the <laughs> Bieber balls that are going on right now. I want some Bieber balls in my mouth. Mm. <laughs> I actually want to try them. Uh, I'll I'll see what they're like. There you go. There you go. Have you tried them yet? <laughs> no, I haven't. But uh, when he comes on tour next and around this area, I'll try them. <laughs> I wonder if they're in the. Uh, was I wonder if they're in the New York. Uh, Tim Hortons at all. Is there a Tim Hortons in New York? Yeah, it's apparently it's not Grand Central Station, but it's one of the uh, it's one of the stations there somewhere. Maybe Penn Station. I don't remember. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's small. It's not like it's not big like any of these places here, but like no, it's not even as small as like one you would see inside a mall. It's like smaller than that. Oh, weird. Hmm. Well, you know, hey, we're getting there. It's like a Canada Post in like a shopper's drug mart or something like that. <laughs> That's how small That's it is. And I'm not talking like shopper's drug marts anyway, whatever. Yeah, we, we hope you've had a, a happy Christmas, or I guess we'll have a happy Christmas because we'll come out Christmas morning. But... Or Hanukkah. 
or, or Hanukkah or Winter Solstice or whatever else there is. I don't know if there's there like a go. New Age <laughs> holiday at all, or an atheist or Festivus for the rest of us. Thank or you. Or a atheist holiday. I don't know what those are. Or and Darwin Day. <laughs> no. I don't know. <laughs> what is you mean Life Day? Oh, geez, thank you. Yes, yeah, life. <laughs> Happy Life Day, everybody. There we go. Don't forget to take your psychedelics and then put on your Wookiee robes and float out to space. And, and listen to uh, Princess Leia singing. <laughs> I wish I could remember the song. I'd sing it right now. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Enjoy yourselves. Till next time. That's not true. This is certainly set during Christmas. I'm sorry. That's that's that's, that's rude of me to say. Hey, I mean, uh, just out of the, the podcast, what are you doing? You're not playing a role here. I'm just mm, edit that out. <laughs> exactly.